It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. It's been a it's been a little while, hasn't it? Yeah, a lot has happened. Yeah. Yeah. We have a new new president of our drama club. Oh, hey, we don't want to get political <laughs> here, Colton. <laughs> he really doesn't understand Shakespeare. Drama, uh, drama, and theater politics is. To be fair, <laughs> neither do I. So, I'm not even in it. I'm not even in the, in the drama club. So I don't even think Shakespeare understood what he was writing. <laughs> was he even real? It is a conspiracy. That theory. is true. It, it was like a, we should definitely do another. It was cons- like a name that many writers, uh, yeah, took. You know, yeah, we should definitely use. do another conspiracy theory episode. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, welcome back. It's been a while. Uh. Yeah, it's the Odd Drunk Podcast. We're back. We survived. We're here. We didn't just bail. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we've made a lot of upgrades. Hopefully you notice the sound quality and all that. Yeah, we have an um, actual studio now. Y- yeah. Like, we're not I mean, just... It, it is the spare bedroom. But it's... But it is set up as an actual dedicated studio. We got it professionally soundproofed by this guy that does... Uh, he builds studios for the Foo Fighters. Yeah, he's over here in the corner here. <laughs> Mr. DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, um, if you don't get that, follow our Instagram because if. Yeah, you'll see it. Follow our Instagram or your poser. I got us. Well, we've invited Danny DeVito on the podcast. He's not going to say much. He's just going to stand there staring at us. Um, I don't know what he's on right now. (laughs) He's just kind of a blank plank at this point. Uh, He's a cutout. But I thought it would be fun. I think it's wonderful. It's a very... And um, I love... We're sitting down, but we're practically at eye level with him. Yeah. Like, if I sit up a little bit... <laughs> you know, I knew he was short, but I didn't realize he was that short. It's a yeah. nice It's a nice cutout. The image they use is a very friendly... He has some thick fingers, too, and a big head. I didn't realize... I mean, I yeah. realized from watching have you, did you, hours... Have you ever seen that movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger plays his twin brother? Yeah, what is it called? Um, um, I don't remember what it's called, but that's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, like twi- I think it's just twins or twins, something like yeah. that. But yeah, they're brothers. That I haven't is, seen it actually. That is a a golden duo of actors: Arnold <laughs> Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Yeah, what I wouldn't give to have another like a sequel to that. <laughs> not because that's a not because it's actually a good movie, but because I that was you know awesome. I prefer his performance as um the penguin. Mm. Because he's yeah. just constantly gargling like black tar, and he's like being exceptionally gross, grosser have, than usual. Have you ever watched um, <laughs> the Graham Norton show? Oh yeah, of course. Um, I've never actually sat down and watched the show, but I watch it on YouTube all the time, like clips. For those who don't know, he's a British talk yeah show host guy. It's you know they have funny interviews on there, and uh, Danny Vito was on there, and he said when he he told a story of when he was filming the Penguin. That scene where the monkey comes and delivers the message for him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Apparently, this. the the monkey he t- the saw it, took one look 
at like the at Danny DeVito in his costume with the the goo from his mouth <laughs> and everything, and launched at his balls straight at his balls. And took a big bite, and luckily the costume was padded up enough. That yeah, he took a chunk him, of the padding though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and apparently, like they shot the next take right after that. They just like fixed his costume real yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah, apparently Danny DeVito <laughs> insisted on like met like a metal plating down there. Or yeah, and he was like, get something <laughs> down there. Monkey, okay. M- fun fact: uh, monkeys and chimps are terrifying. M- well, yeah, but they will go straight for your balls. <laughs> yeah, generally, they will so also go for your face too. The two critical points of a human yeah. being: their ba- your balls and your face. Yeah, if you're a man, at least, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's good to be back. I've I've missed it. Um, it yeah. was nice to have a break, but I'm ready to be back in the swing of things. Doing it. And to be drinking way too much at least once a week. At least. Yeah. <laughs> I try to <laughs> limit to it just the w- the day we record. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't always go as planned. <laughs> you know, uh, last semester, uh, for one of my classes, they asked us, like, oh, what's something special or whatever? And I was like, oh, I have a podcast. Oh, dear. And, oh, what's it called? And then <laughs> that's the, that's I the just problem. very reluctantly answered. That's the problem with being on a podcast called The Odd Drunk Podcast is that there are some people where if, you know, I might mention I'm in a podcast and make that mistake of mentioning it. Yeah. And then they're like, <laughs> what, what is that? And I'm like, this is not a person that I want to know that I do a podcast where I get drunk. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't want my professor. I, I don't want my professor and my academic advisor knowing that once a week. <laughs> no, I, was, I told my professor, I was like, you can check it out if you want, but it's definitely not safe for work. Um, we drink and we talk about stupid things all the time. Uh, <laughs> she was like, oh, so it's a pop culture entertainment podcast. And I was like, that's one way to describe it. That is a way you can describe <laughs> yeah. it. But um, today... And one of my, I've already told you this. Yeah. I'll t- tell her listeners real quick. Um, and in one of my classes, actually my last class before this, before we're recording, professor asks, okay, you know, general stuff, your name, pronouns, all that. And then what's the first thing you're going to do when you don't have to wear a mask anymore, you know, out in public and whatnot? <laughs> um, and I always answer questions honestly, okay? Yeah. It's just me. I'm an honest person. And I take them extremely literally because I was like, well, the first thing I'm probably going to do if I don't have to wear a mask is go to a bar like j <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's probably one of the first things ever. But do. it's hilarious because everyone else in my class was like, oh, it'll be nice to not have to wear a mask at the gym. So that's like a healthy thing. Or, oh, traveling, uh, going, being with friends, going to concert, whatever. But I'm like, that's not going to be the first thing I do. Things. I'm not the first thing I'm going to do is not going to travel. The first thing I'm going to start or go to a concert. Yeah, planning is going to maybe a concert. Yeah, exactly. But the first thing I'm going to actually do is go to a bar. Is go get piss faced. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the reasons we started this podcast yeah. is because we couldn't hang out at bars anymore. Yeah, that's that's the reason. Uh, as some of you li- who listen regularly know, I I'm into uh, mixology and cocktails. Yeah. And the whole reason I started learning how to make cocktails because I couldn't go to bars and get a bartender to make them for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, improvise, adapt, overcome, you know, innovate. 
Yes. Modern <laughs> modern problems require modern and solutions. solutions. <laughs> but um, before we get into, I mean, you know what this episode is from reading the title, but I forget yeah. about that. But before we get into the actual episode, I just want to do a quick recap of our beer ranking. I'm not yeah. going to go through every beer. I'm not going to take three hours. Just the highlights. So we had a three-way tie. A three-way. So <laughs> Yeah, you told me, but I forgot. Because it was like I a forgot, month ago. too. Um, <laughs> so, and as you all know, if you listened, we had a very arbitrary and biased way of ranking these. Because, <laughs> yeah, we ranked taste, but then we also went by if it comes from a cool place or if it a cool yeah. design. Yeah. Uh, and I, color. I mean, color is important, I would say. In fact, actually, but. most of the ranking was stuff like arbitrary stuff like <laughs> how good it looks where it's from oh and how drunk it gets you how it's cool a can is and how yeah yeah there's can design and yeah, AB, yeah abv there was only one category that was taste related the taste category the taste yes. category yeah <laughs> that's fitting um, <laughs> but i was kind of surprised on some of these results so um one of our highest ranking ones was the bat squatch and it is good i like it i've had it since it is good yeah um it got a after I've averaged everything, it got 7.8. And I want to say that nothing got higher than an 8. <laughs> and actually, I'm pretty sure 7.8 is the highest score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a beer I really like on here that got like a 5. Which one? It's, um, where is it? The Voodoo Ranger. Oh, yeah. Voodoo Ranger is... Oh, no, that's the pumpkin one. Ugh. Oh, yeah. that I hated weird. it. Never mind. That one sucks. The normal Voodoo Ranger would have <laughs> scored a little higher. Well, I remember we put... um. One of my favorite, like, go-to beers is the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. I don't think we ranked that super high. No, that only got a 6.4. Yeah. So, a lot of beers... Most of them were, like, 6 and above. But then, like, PBR and stuff like that, they had, like, 5s and 4s. Yeah. Um, you know, one of my favorites, though, from that list that I saw at the liquor store the other day and I didn't buy for whatever damn reason was the Berry Noir. Speaking of which, so good. Um, that one also tied with the Bat Squatch, uh, getting a total of 7.8. It deserves it, yeah. Oh, it definitely deserves it. It deserves to be higher than that, in my opinion. But yeah. <laughs> um, and then the next one. Wait, is it just those two? I know the Starburst IPA, which that one oh, really surprised me. Yeah, Cause, I didn't because because like it's good, but like Space Camper, for example, was I think taste wise is a better beer, but off of our arbitrary, <laughs> I like Space Camper more. Yeah, but and off we of even our, liked its design more. Yeah, but off of our weird uh, way of ranking stuff, Starburst came out on top. Another example of that is one of my favorites of like personal favorites of the list that didn't wasn't I mean it's up there, but what it wasn't in the top was uh pseudo sue oh yeah um that's a great beer but yes um but yeah those three they got 7.8 i still have leftovers from that episode out of barry noir bat squatch and starburst which one would you pick uh barry noir and that's a weird one for me because i'm not like super into sours i'm an ipa type of guy and i'm your standard white basic white boy yeah. Um, but Berry Noir is so <laughs> damn good. <laughs> it is. Um, no, in my fridge right now, I still have two uh, Crane Cankers and uh, the uh, 
Boulevard Brewing Nitro Stout. Oh yeah, that one was. The Nitro Stout, honestly, I don't like okay. that one that much, so I haven't. I drank it. the The Crank Anchors, I like Crank Anchor, but I just have. I've had. I had so much beer left over. It's taken me, and I've not been drinking a ton of beer this last month. Yeah, so it me took either. me a month to get through all of them. <laughs> yeah, I, for reasons I took a break. Yeah, and most of the time when I am, am drinking beer, it's with other. It's like when I'm going to someone's house and they say, "Hey, grab a six pack." So I'm not bringing the beer from that was left over. Right. Yeah. I should have. Yeah, a I'm, bunch of singles. Yeah, I should have brought some of that though. <laughs> Speaking of beer, though. Speaking of which, yes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, how, how did we do this? We tell what we're drinking. Oh, yeah. What, are we, what are we drinking? So, <laughs> I found a PBR hat, as you can see. I like it. I used to have a PBR hat. I won it at um, one of the auctions at the Punk Rap Breakfast. <laughs> but I gave it to Tristan because I honestly never wore it. So, but <laughs> Tristan's like super. It was like that's yours is like a cool trucker hat. Mine was like the foam trucker hat. Well, yeah, they always hand out the foam ones there, but yeah, yeah, mine's got like the patch on it and like yeah, that's a cool mesh. That's 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 a style trucker hat I would wear more than the one I had. But Tristan has my old one, but it's a cool hat though. That one. The description actually described it as like an uncle baseball cap. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a, I was at a getting a beer with. Um, I don't know why uncle. Um, I I mean yes, I probably a lot of uncles wear this, and I am an uncle now. I was getting, so I was getting a beer with our good friend uh, David recently. Oh yes, <laughs> David. <laughs> and um, he, I, I had worn a button-up shirt. I was wearing my watch and everything. And he was looked me up and down. And he goes, "You look like a dad." <laughs> <laughs> well, from the start, we've already had dad energy on this show. Our whole fr- friend <laughs> group group of friends is all dad energy. You, me, Caleb. <laughs> We're all just the dad, the dad friends. Especially, I mean, because because it's like we all have our other groups of friends we hang out with. Yeah, you know, our work friends and stuff like that. And out of those groups, we are the dads of the groups. <laughs> but then we have all congregated into a group of just not responsible dads. No, 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 no. We are the. We're more like uncle energy. Yeah, I yeah. think that's more um, fitting. But he, yeah. you know, he said, he was like, you look like a dad. I'm like, well, I just did buy a new baseball hat. And I specifically dad <laughs> bought the dad style hat because <laughs> I don't like the snapback style. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I, I like them in some scenarios. But anyways, yeah. yeah, I got PBR because nice. my PBR and, you know, Can't go wrong thought, that, really? you know, go back to basics. For yeah. this new season or whatever we want to call I'm it. I'm pretty sure year. we had PBR on like the first episode. We did. Yeah. We also had like cores and like fosters too. We had fosters. A yeah. lot of that. We haven't had fosters since that episode. I don't think that's fosters is a beer that I actually, as far as cheap beers go, I really like it. Yeah. But I never buy it <laughs> because you, you only buy it like in singles in those big cans. Mm-hmm. And when you I rather just grab a six pack, exactly, or something, you yeah. know, but, um, t- tonight's episode First, we kind of threw around the idea of just talking about video games in general, you know, maybe stuff we like. But after some thinking, putting some thought to it, something I do sometimes with my brain. Yes. I was like, you know what's sometimes, better? Sometimes Jackson does think. I do think sometimes. <laughs> he does most of the thinking in this podcast. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Making me blush. No, but uh, 
was like, you know what? It would be better for us to shit on a bunch of video games. Yes. And with some recent releases, I think it's very fitting. There have been some um, ones worthy of shitting on. And also, there might be some things we don't cover that are video game related, but we'll get to that in the future. Yeah. Because tonight, we are only focusing on the most disappointing, worse, and just upsetting games. Yeah. Now, cl- clarification, not all of these games are bad. No. They were disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll be talking about games we've played personally. I try to avoid bad games. Yeah, I, I generally try to, too. I, I don't often pre-order games. I often wait a week after it comes out and see what people think of it first. Yeah, well, I made the mistake of pre-ordering one of these. Actually, yeah. two of them. Yeah, same. So. Same. I have two on my list that uh, I pre-ordered. Um, <laughs> because we were lied to, okay? No, I have three on my list I pre-ordered. Really? <laughs> yeah. Although one, although one of them I really don't think is a bad game. It was just disappointing. Yeah, and, but it's the least disappointing of my if my games on my list though. Um, one of these games because we have a couple more drinks to talk about. Um, one of these games spoilers. You know, rela- you all know what it's we're related talk to. About. One of our drinks. It's Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, it's um, obvious. And the reason I brought that up now, we'll get to that in a few minutes, um, is because for our drink tonight, I like to make cocktails sometimes when it's appropriate, and we made. The Johnny Silverhand. Yes. From the game that they describe, although I didn't use the recipe they say in the game. And um, I used a recipe from um, that uh, Greg at How to Drink over on YouTube, that YouTube channel. Yeah, This like is him. a modified version of his recipe. Um, it's a good drink. Honestly, it's the best thing to come out of that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about all the terrible merch and marketing? Ah, and like it's. Are on you talking like about the Cyberpunk twenty seven seventy gaming chair? God, ah, oh. Ga- let me talk about gaming chairs. Let me. Can I rant? Yeah. about gaming Go chairs. <laughs> They're dumb. They're unnecessary. They're over designed. They look like you're twelve years old. And they're not typically and actually they, that they comfy. They scream. I live in my mom's basement. Yeah, you know what? I'd rather. Oh, okay, but anyone that has a gaming chair, sorry, that's just what I think. Yeah. But it's okay that you have it. You like it. That's cool. But I'm never going to not think that. You know what I would rather have than a gaming chair? Just a big... Just a... F- just a leather, f- like... Just um, a fucking recliner. Recliner, yeah. Yeah, a leather recliner <laughs> would be the perfect gaming chair. Yeah. Unless you're playing on PC, they make some really comfy office chairs with back support. There's some stuff like that. chairs that could be considered gaming chairs, but they're basically just like nicer office chairs. I'm down yeah. with that. Yeah. But like the ones with like the head padding and like all the, just all the design. Yeah. It's like, the, like stop. They're, they're over-designed to try to p- appeal to gamers so they can overcharge, but really for the same price. Oh yeah, and they're way for, too pricey. For the same price, you can get a premium like CEO office chair. Yeah. And that's what you want. And that's way more comfy. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather sit in the chairs we're sitting in right now than a gaming chair. Because yeah, I'm more I have more dignity pretty, than that. These are actually pretty comfy. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with these. This is a and good, you don't good deal need I, got. I mean well a lot of most office chairs have wheels, but they're you don't need them. You don't need them though. They are and fun though. <laughs> you have the gaming chairs that have like an unnecessary amount of wheels. Yeah. Like eight wheels or whatever. You know. They, they are just... I do like the ones where you can lay all the way back, though. I do think that's pretty fun. I don't trust that. 
it's like you're getting into it and you just fall backwards <laughs> or you're like in I a don't class tr- i don't trust that it'll work that if i lean back it won't fail I right think. yeah yeah that's what <laughs> i don't trust the office chairs with wheels they're not supposed to do that my experience no. is when you lean back too far on those, they fall and you you hurt yourself. You know what? Maybe we'll do an episode on the most disappointing gaming chairs. Maybe. <laughs> I want to have much to say, though, because I've never owned a gaming <laughs> chair. Either, so. But we can make fun of them for like an hour and a half, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, the, the Johnny Silverhand. It's a tequila old-fashioned. If you don't know what an old-fashioned is, go look it up. There, it's, it's a – okay, I'll, I'll explain it. <laughs> I, I'm getting the vibe just from the microphone <laughs> that people are not everyone listening is an alcoholic and that people won't go drink. look it up when I say look it up. Yeah. So just um, an old fashioned is any type of liquor. Typically whiskey is the common one. Yeah. Um, with uh, bitters, sugar and water. And sometimes they use syrup, but you're well, the syrup. To. So if, if you're using syrup, what simple syrup is, is sugar and water. Yeah. So you can use simple syrup, or if you're making a like a whiskey old fashioned, the best way to make it is to muddle in a sugar cube and add a tiny splash of water. Yeah. Um, so this is a tequila old fashioned. In the game, they say a splash of cerveza, which is beer. Yeah. But that just a splash. That's just a watered down old fashioned. Um. So <laughs> what I did based off of uh, how to drink his video, um, is I layered a uh, dark Mexican beer. Um. On top, so it's about half old fashioned, half beer, with a chili garnish. I use tahini. I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm very much enjoying this. Everyone drink. online was using either ch- just straight chili powder or like actually like chilies, like jalapenos. As oh, garnish. how fancy! <laughs> um, but tahini is so damn delicious. I grew up in Los Angeles, and we just like snack on that shit. So I couldn't resist. Yeah, you put it on uh, Mexican candy and stuff. And the beer I used, which is the beer I am drinking now, is um, from Ska Brewing. The Mexican lager, the dark Dark. Mexican lager. It's a new beer they came up with. It's basically a Negro Modelo. Negra Modelo. Negra. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, Modelo is a masculine masculine word in Spanish. So but they say negra. The they say negra, avoid, negra you know. but uh, I, I understand why. But knowing Spanish, naturally I say negro. That is because the Spanish that word for would black. Be the spa- that would be the proper. Yeah. Well, if you were talking about black and then describing something that's a, masculine. A, a feminine word, you would say negra. Yeah, if it was feminine, yeah. You know. And if um, it's masculine, it's an O. Yeah. Or whatever. So, sorry. That's a side tangent. um i also have it doesn't have anything to do with anything but i thought i you should try it peanut butter milk stout from left hand brewing they're from colorado we've not had any left i don't know where on the uh show i haven't had left hand brewing maybe for six months now yeah it's been a while i don't buy them very much they're they're a beer uh a brewery that uh sorry about that i kind of typically just uh nice um, I kind of just, when they have it on tap at the bottle. Yeah, I don't really buy them that much, but I like it, kind of. When I'll I get to why I kind of like it. When I finish this uh, this beer I'm drinking right now, I will open it up. Um, try one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so let's get into this. Um, 
Do you want to get to the big one like now? Should we just start? Let's just start on it. Why not? Cyberpunk 2077. Everyone, if you were living under a rock or you don't care about games, you don't know about it. But everyone knows about it. Yeah. They had billboards in Times Square. I bet my grandma even knows about it. (laughs) And Keanu Reeves, which is the best part of the game. And that's just like some shameless celebrity marketing. A lot of games are doing that now. They'll just put a celebrity in it. But as far as celebrities go, Keanu Reeves is a good one. He is a good one. Yeah. But it's I'm a big Keanu fan. It is a shame that they used him to market this. Here's the thing that I'll say about the (laughs) game that'll get out of the way, and then we can talk about the game itself. Yeah. Is the big reason it was so disappointing for me, because I've played it quite a bit. I'm I've actually I've actually so far enjoyed the game mostly, despite the problems. Um and that doesn't excuse the problems, but I've I have enjoyed it. What the What's so disappointing is that CD Projekt Red, the developer, has spent the last decade building themselves up to be the friend of the gamer. Yeah. Whereas you have companies like EA and Ubisoft, which are gained a reputation for releasing buggy, unfinished games, loading them with microtransactions. And then you had CD Projekt Red, which was the opposite. They built themselves up with a reputation of they released good finished games with attention to detail and they had really good relations with their fans and the community and they built that up and they super overhyped it they it's honestly so be, right before it came out and they had reviewers reviewers were giving it 9 out of 10 10 out of 10 that's really suspicious a lot of people think CD Project Red might have actually paid to, uh, reviewers to give well, it good reviews, and I don't want to make accusations because what we don't know I've that's heard true. is that reviewers played. Hi, it's David. It's David. We can hook you up if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've heard that many reviewers actually played like a special version that they created. Yeah, for reviewing. Yeah, and, and that's and on P, like hot the highest grade PCs you can find. It's just a situation where, and it's why it was so so disappointing for me, despite the fact that I did overall enjoy the game, was that the build up to the game, I really felt betrayed. I felt like they lied to me, and I felt like it was on purpose. And I really hate to say this, even if it comes around with a lot of patches that ends up being what they promise, no one's gonna remember it for that. No, no, it's it's already they've already left their mark. And honestly, the game itself, despite the bugs and technical problems, I like the world. It, the I world like- is good, and there are problems with the game itself, and we can get into that in a second here. Yeah. Um. If they patch all the problems, I might play it a second time. I It's worthy of a second playthrough to me personally because I did enjoy it enough. But here's my thing, though. But I still felt... Even if they patch all the problems, it's still not what we pr- were promised. Exactly. It's still... I still feel betrayed a little bit. Yeah, and CD Projekt Red, they, along with like Rockstar mm-hmm. and Bethesda before... <laughs> We'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, I, what I love about Bethesda is that they've always come out buggy games, but people always love them. Yeah. Until recently. Skyrim. Um, Sky, I didn't. So when Skyrim came out, I didn't play it at launch. I played it like um, two months later, three months later. 
yeah. I remember what actually happened is it came out November 11th, 2011. I remember. 11, 11, 11. Right? And then it was maybe January. I had my Christmas money. I was in high mm-hmm. school. I was like, this is what, what uh, junior, sophomore in high school. I don't remember what year it was. I think not junior. I mean freshman, sophomore in high school. Yeah, you wouldn't have been a junior. Yeah, I think I was a fresh. I think I was a Come freshman. Come on, you're not that I th- old. I think I was a freshman. <laughs> um, and I had heard it was cool, but I this I had I had never played a Bethesda game before. Oh, okay. Skyrim was my first one, and then I went back and played all the other ones, which I adore. For me, um, it was New Vegas then Skyrim. New Vegas is still maybe ex- with the exception of Skyrim because of the nostalgia and just how much I played it when it came out. Um, New Vegas is my the, my favorite Bethesda game. It's Bethesda. I don't really put it, it under that label. Yeah, yeah, I, it's, I, Obsidian. it's Obsidian. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, Bethesda but, just uh, produced it and gave them the assets. I remember I went. I I had my Christmas money and my dad. I had an Xbox 360 and my dad's his policy is I could play any game I wanted. He did not care. He's not one of those parents that's, that limited what games I could play, but I had to buy them myself. Okay. He would never buy me a game other than maybe a Christmas gift. Yeah. So I had some Christmas money. I dragged him to Target to buy to get a game because it was rated M, so he had to be there. <laughs> um, and I was going to buy – I don't even remember what I was planning on buying. I was planning on buying a different game, and they had Skyrim on sale for $30. Oh, nice. And wow. I was like – Back I heard then? Th- yeah, and I was like, I heard this is good. I'm going to get it. It was like a Target sale yeah, for like after to, New Year's type of thing. I have thing. things to talk about with Skyrim, but we but can get a, to... Apparently for the first like three months, it was almost unplayable. Was, I, I just played it after that, so I never experienced that. I At that point, I, <laughs> I wasn't cynical enough to really care. That's true. <laughs> I, I was going to put onto my list Assassin's Creed 3. Because I played the remastered version on the Nintendo Switch... And realized how buggy it we is. We will get to that. But when I initially played it, I think it was before I was cynical and yeah. I didn't care. <laughs> so I wouldn't say it was disappointing. Yeah, that era yeah. of like 2009 to 2012. Yeah. I, I was. I just didn't care about that stuff. I was naive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Re- I replaying care. Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which is one of my favorite games of all time, that is almost just as bad as Assassin's Creed 3 and Bug. Like, but it's. Pirates, so pirates you don't really fun, care. I adore that game. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to get back to Cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, because my thoughts on the game is that, for one, it was in development since 2012. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Which there's nothing inherently wrong with that. But it was delayed, what, three times? Four times? Yeah, they, they, said they, they first said they were developing it in 2012, and then it was like... A few years later, they announced it officially. Say in like, like 2017, I think. Well, yeah, and then so, it was, and then there was the E3. Well, um, well, it was, it was. They started working on 2012. They announced it. I think they intended it on coming out with it even earlier than when they officially announced in 2017. But they didn't. Yeah. Uh, they didn't officially delay it because they had never officially made an announcement. I remember it. hearing about it a long freaking time ago. Yeah, they they had never. Um, uh, committed to a, a date right yeah so that doesn't count as a delay i guess um <laughs> and then 2017 2018 something like that and then it just dropped off the map for a couple of years and, it and was, it's funny because around that time it was supposed to kind it was never confirmed but it was supposed to be like around the corner 
Yeah. They they were they were trying to do the what Bethesda used to do of release a game six months after you announce it. Yeah, and <laughs> and and then and then 2019, they did E3 like okay, it is finally here, guys. We're sorry, it's finally coming. It was supposed to come oh, out. Keanu Reeves, no, you're no, you're beautiful or whatever. You're beautiful. Um, Mag, I don't. What was the what they called it? I don't remember. Um, it wasn't. Uh, I don't know. Um, but I don't remember what it was. I I remember watching that. I was. You're stoked. wholesome. I don't know what he said. I remember watching that. I was stoked <laughs> okay. because they did a whole smoke fog reveal of Keanu. Yeah, it Reeves. was cool. That was amazing. And now it's like a joke. It's like a. Yeah. Is this like some sort of prank? <laughs> but to be fair, I don't. I've heard rumors. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but I would not be surprised that the E3 demo that they show or the gameplay reveal was yeah. completely fabricated. I've heard that too. Cuz you know uh, I I don't want to believe and it. And a lot of game but I, I, developers I, I, are starting to do this because a lot of people, you know, complain, "Oh, it's just cutscenes. We don't want to see that. We want to see gameplay." Yeah. So now they're starting to get smart and just straight up lie by having pre-rendered well, gameplay. I, I remember uh, what they used to do is they did pre-rendered gameplay as a test footage thing. Yeah. But everyone knew it was a test footage. I remember when Assassin's Creed 3, they released, not like an E3, it but said they, this is they, released, they, they released their concept gameplay footage. And it was a concept gameplay. It was an animated thing that was supposed to look like gameplay. And it was for the developers when they're working on it. They're like, this is what we want it to look like. Right, um, but yeah, I've I've heard that they might that that might have been fabricated. I don't want to believe it, but I can't not believe it. Exactly, I can't just um, pass it off. If as it would have turned out well, I wouldn't have even questioned it. But hold on, hold on. Ooh, that was a good one. Dang. But yeah, and then it was supposed to come out in March 2020. Yeah. Then it got delayed all the way. I think it got. Didn't it get delayed to like May or June? I think it was like June or something like and that. And then it got delayed to September. We we're yeah. like, okay, this is the last time. We're fine. Yeah. Well. And <laughs> and see, when this <laughs> when they kept delaying this, I was one of those people that was trying not to get hyped about it until they started releasing those trailers of Keanu Reeves being like, what's the difference between a normal person? What's the difference <laughs> between a normal person and a criminal? not getting caught and they released these they started releasing these trailers of keanu reeves and hyping it up and i'll admit i fucking fell for it i got super hyped and me I pre- too and i pre and you're kind it. you're kind of partially the reason i fell for it as well i you got me hyped for it yeah i pre-ordered <laughs> it a, a week before it came out yeah um yeah I, but I, and i admit like i fell for the hype that <laughs> The whole, I like, did start getting suspicious when it got delayed like three times because yeah, I was I, like, okay, yeah, you can be positive and be like, oh, they're just trying to make the game as good as possible. But most of the time, to be honest, when games or even movies are like delayed, it's probably because they're not releasable, like at all. Yeah, they're um, and what's there's, really there's one game that's gonna, coming out soon that I'm really interested in because it's been delayed several times, but. Well, it's not been delayed. It's more like they announced it and then dropped off the map for like three years. And what's that? Biomutant. That's coming out in May. They officially announced it like this week. 
Oh, okay. And, and I don't. I know I've heard of it, but what is it? <laughs> it's this. Uh, it's an open world RPG game, and it has this weird like you play as these little like. Um, oh, you're like, like animals. You're like furries. Yeah, you're like little <laughs> rocket raccoons. Furries. But like, but like your pandas and weird. Oh, furries are gonna you, love that. And you do kung fu. And, also, if you're a furry, and there's guns, and it looks really. It looks really fascinating, unique. like like unique and creative, and I'm really interested. But they did drop off the map for three years. They announced it like three years, like in 2017, as like this is going to come out soon, and they dropped off the map, and they just now yeah. announced it, and that makes me suspicious. I did hear an interview though, and the reason why they just dropped off the map and didn't do any press at all is their developer said in an interview, um, their, like their lead developer said. Uh, they had a lot of bugs to work out and they didn't want to commit themselves to a release date and so they could avoid crunch. See, that's being honest. It's being honest. And that makes me still interested in it. Yeah. But that is a game because, and because it's because of cyberpunk, I am not going to pre-order that. And what's really concerning about cyberpunk is that it was meant to be a current or current or last generation game. Yeah. And it's, for some people, I I've heard you're lucky. I've I've been lucky. But for some people, yeah. it's practically unplayable. Yeah. For me, it wasn't that way, but it was a mess. It. Um, I, people talk about a lot of the bugs in it, and weirdly, and this is the same in general. Yeah. Knock on wood. <laughs> Just always um, lucky for myself. Um, whenever a really buggy game comes out and I play it, I never get the worst of the bugs. I always. <laughs> I never experienced when I played Assassin's Creed Unity. I actually love that game. I replayed it again recently. I love. I really like that game. I think that game, if they gave it another year in development, could have been the best Assassin's Creed game. I played it after um, it was a lot of patches came out. Yeah, so yeah, that helped. Uh, I did too, but like I still got less bugs than you did. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get the game breaking bugs in Fallout Four. Fallout 4, I was actually surprisingly lucky, too. I, actually. I, and I played that on launch night. I played that on 8 p.m. And not all these, <laughs> you know, California time. When that not came all out. these games we're going to talk about is because it's buggy. Yeah, not all of them. Are buggy. But this is the big buggy one. <laughs> but, yeah, it was uh, Cyberpunk. It was meant to be released for current generation. It's horrible, especially on, like, PS4, like, yeah. not PS4 Pro. Like, on the base PS4, it's shite. Luckily, I didn't have to experience that. Yeah, I have a base, um, and that's the thing. I have a base Xbox One. Yeah, I don't have the the more advanced one, whatever they call it. I was I don't, um, the, I don't have the Xbox Series X. I have the base one, and I still didn't experience the worst. Like I, I got it really easy. Compared yeah, to the other one. Um, enough where I could actually. Enjoy I was the game. fortunate to actually grab a PS Five. Um, I've played it nice. a little, but I've kind of. I'm going to have to get into it again because it is way better. But, and you know, it runs at 60 frames per second, all that. But it's just the magic's gone. I don't really yeah. want to play it. And that's the thing. Like, I think I will play it again at some point, but I don't have any, like, urgency. I am, I have not quite finished the game. I am at the last mission. Okay. The, the point in the game where they say, where when you go to start the mission, they say, um, Make sure to do all the open world stuff you want to right now because you can't go back. Ugh. And I have not <laughs> done the mission yet. Yeah. I've been playing other games. I stopped there and I'm like, I'll do that later. And so, I've been distracted. 
let's talk about why it's bad. My own experiences. So when I first got it, for one, the load times were atrocious. Oh, yeah, they are. They I are mean, I kind of expected that. But, uh, you know, I played Skyrim on the Xbox 360, and that was the worst of the consoles for that. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm used to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I make a sandwich I or whatever. I swear, there were five-minute loading screens on make the 360 for Skyrim. Make a drink. It took me <laughs> so long to beat Skyrim on the Xbox 360 <laughs> because of the load times. I remember when I, I got a gaming PC. It was when, yeah. when the Xbox One came out. Instead of buying the Xbox One, I just switched to PC. Yeah. And I got Skyrim on that, and I was amazed <laughs> by how loading screens didn't take minutes. Probably not even without mods either. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so when I first got – yeah, the loading times was bad, but I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but then I didn't immediately get any bugs, but the first one I got, it wasn't – well, it was – kind of early it was in the after the first mission when you rescue that uh lady that's the they're like uh harvesting their cybernetics oh yeah um well i got this message on my screen like saying warning incoming whatever like police or i forgot it was in like 10 seconds yeah and it stayed on my screen the whole time see that's i've gotten some of i those. saved i reloaded i had to exit the game See, I, I've gotten a couple of game. those uh, HUD glitches, but I swear, I didn't get one until I was 10 hours into the game. Wow. And every single one I've gotten, I just had to reload. I just had to quick save and then reload that quick save. And I it got was, it. In the and it was gone. I got it within the first few hours. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. I got lucky. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know why. I, it's not like I, I believe everyone when they say they had these glitches, and the glitches I did get are not okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't get that until I was, like, 10 hours into the game. Um, <laughs> And it's funny. I didn't have any weird pop-in or, like, polygon NPCs for a while. Because um, I did the story for a while. I Because I kind of – the way the game is designed, <laughs> it kind of makes it less obvious that's their side quest. Yeah. Like, it kind of forces – It quite. doesn't necessarily lock you in the story, but it – I don't quite. I don't quite think that it makes it unobvious that there's playing that there's side quests because I've played enough. Like, so the way Cyberpunk does its like open world and side quest is very like PC RPG. Like, they expect you to figure that shit out yourself. Right, and, and I like and a game like Skyrim. It naturally leads you in that direction. Skyrim is very well like, designed in that way. Yeah, exactly. Because like after you're and done, we're not, and we're not just talking about the compass that says go here. No, do but this. like after but you're like, done escaping the prison, and you're out of the cave, you're in the world, and it naturally guides you in a way where you just run into an NPC and they say, "Oh, I have this quest for you." Cyberpunk, I feel like you have to go more out of your way to actually do side quests. It's not yeah, a natural but thing. But that is, there are other RPGs that do the same thing. I, I yeah. don't want to. Faulted on that. I I'm not. I'm not going to fault it on that. I think they should have made it a little more. Well, I'm not even faulting it on it. that at all. That's just kind of um, my fault, not paying attention. Yeah. But the here's my deal is, but playing the story, I had some frame rate drops, but nothing major. But then, as soon as I did start exploring the world, I started noticing a lot of things. Oh yeah. Um, a lot of pop in, a lot of npcs would be polygons even when i go right up to them it would still take a few seconds See, for them get, to load in i didn't get any of that with npcs 
What? No, I know I got no polygons with NPCs. There's only one time I saw T poses in the whole game. <laughs> I never saw T pose. That was saw been fun. one time, and it was actually really <laughs> funny. It was I don't remember what it was, but it was oh it was um. I don't know if you've done the uh, so the 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 taxi service Delamain, or is that how you, I don't remember what what it's called exactly. But that taxi service, yeah, that's the AI yeah. taxi service. There's a quest line you can do for that later, where eventually you unlock one of those taxis as your a personal vehicle. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it's a pretty cool text. One of the <laughs> great Easter egg I really appreciate is one of the basically the the um, quest sees you go, and some of the several about five of these AI taxis have gone rogue, and you have to track them down. Some of them are violent. Some of them are emotional, and you have to be a psychiatrist for them it's kind of <laughs> funny and one of them is glados from portal oh really the voice and everything she even re- references the cake oh that's cool and it's that's it's cool. kind of fun but um but the dur- dur- during that there you have to go into the the office of the ai and everything and i remember going in i was doing the quest i was went to the dialogue tree and i turned around and all the people in the lobby were in the t-pose and i was like that's a little creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's like frightening. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's the only time it happened to me. I surprisingly didn't have any T poses. Um, but I did have a moment where I hijacked a car because you lose your car after the like introduction. If you wait a couple days it comes back. Oh, does it? Yeah. See, I didn't play it enough. <laughs> but <laughs> if you wait a couple days it comes back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I hijacked a car cuz I was kind of treating it like GTA. I was just going around messing around. Yeah shooting people you know but um also also a hint for you and guys, it's not gt hint, hint for people at way. home playing or for you if you keep playing it if you decide to um sorry <laughs> um motorcycles are way better than oh cars. no they, they are yeah um the cars a, handle like bricks there is a mission <laughs> you know you get to you get to inherit jackie's motorcycle that's cool that's yeah. cool and it's it's the motorcycle i used through the entire game i always until, wanted it until the other night i was playing it and i actually went and bought a motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> um but the, yeah i hijacked this car and the npc didn't exit the car it did the animation but the npc was still driving the car and i literally set clipped into the npc and when you're in first person you see their teeth and their eyes <laughs> like behind their face Oh, I love those Just like types floating of- teeth and eyes. <laughs> and I did think it was funny, but I was like, wow, they actually released it like yeah, this? Yeah, that, that's the type of glitch where it's funny, but it's also not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unless it was supposed to be like an ironic game, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't. They, they <laughs> took it very seriously. Yeah. They were um, like, this is our pred- This is our, the spiritual successor of The Witcher 3, which no, is considered not. one of the best it's RPGs not even on, of the last generation. It's not even on the same level as The no. Witcher 3. Witcher 3 is one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. Geralt is... And it still holds up. And Geralt, it came out in 2014? 15. Um, but still. Geralt of Rivia is my favorite video game protagonist, the only one who competes with him. What do you think of Henry Cavill as him? I love him. I think he's great. He's fantastic. He, it's like video game to the screen, yeah. I think. He is the perfect casting. Not um, everything about that show is great, but he's one of the. No, it has its flaws, but I enjoyed it. And the and the key thing is, even though they took influence from the video games, it is based off a, of the books, books not yeah. the video games. And another thing, people don't. The know, art designs more from the video games, I would say. Yeah, the art they took influence art design wise. And the other thing people don't realize about that whole dynamic is the video games are not canon. 
Well, I mean, in, no. In the Witcher universe. So basically, they're only canon and side tangent own. about the Witcher. <laughs> the last book ends with, and in the video games, Geralt references this several times. Okay. Um, the video games end with Yennefer and Geralt. They are, uh, they're, I don't remember what they were doing, but they're mobbed by a group of peasants. And, uh, Geralt and Yennefer, you know, Yennefer go both get killed. That's ha- what happens in the last book at the end. Oh, wow. And then Siri takes their bodies and takes them off to what's implied. I, it's really, really vague. And this was done on purpose by the author. Um, it's implied to be like a heaven type of place. Okay. Um, but the question is that are among fans that people debate, is this heaven like a literal heaven, like they are dead, or is this heaven like in Lord of the Rings? Where you just where go you, to a different where continent. Where you go to Valinor. Yeah. And the, the the games, the first Witcher game, picks up assuming that conclusion, that they went off and were healed. Okay. And that's where the games, the games are a what if, assuming yeah. one of the theoretical endings to the book. A sequel. Yeah. And that's where the game and that's where the games pick up. Yeah, okay. Um the um, the, the Witcher show is based off of the books. It's specifically first season is based off of um one of the books is a uh a group of short stories. Oh, that's cool. Um, um which explains the weird time shit. But back to Cyberpunk, um I have the well I'll get to that. That'll be the last thing I do. But um I've seen so many videos like comparing Cyberpunk to old games. Yeah. Like to GTA 5, GTA San Andreas. <laughs> it doesn't look good. Not even just the looks. The, they're not going by looks. Obviously, it looks better in San Andreas when it's not just polygons. I've but played <laughs> GTA 5 recently. Like the other night, I booted it up. It's still a good-looking game. It looks better than Cyberpunk. Well, yeah, Cyberpunk's, GTA 5. Yeah. C- Cyberpunk's world is more well-designed I saw immersive. And there's stuff a like mod that. for GTA 5. That makes it look like cyberpunk. That's great. Uh, <laughs> no, but I just booted up vanilla GTA 5 on my Xbox One, and I am more impressed with the graphics on that than I am. Well, I'm not even. Cyberpunk. I'm not even talking about graphics though. They compare physics. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they showed a clip from GTA San Andreas, which came out in like 2003, four, you, something like uh, that. You, I would have to look that up. Um, I'll look that Early up. Early 2000s, but they did a clip of. Um, cj like jumping in the water and like there's water physics he like goes into the water and then comes out he swims around there's you see the water moving around all that the foam all that cyberpunk 2004 okay cyberpunk you just fall in the water and like nothing happens yeah you're just and then like when you (laughs) fall from a big building I don't know if this is in all versions or whatever, but I saw a clip. This guy jumped off this skyscraper in Cyberpunk just to show show it. And his character model was literally standing still the whole time. That's see, But then, like, in GTA, even the old GTAs, their character models are, like, flailing around, freaking out. To be fair, people comparing it to GTA, Rockstar has always been top of the industry just details well top of the industry in like stuff like ragdoll physics yeah and stuff like that they've always been the best of the best in that sort yeah of but still your point stands um i mean a game that i mean that points out there they're literally are, 15 years older has better physics yeah and there are issues in the game that despite the technical issues like 
For example, the double jump perk. You oh, it's a, broken. It, it is. You get in areas you 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 shouldn't be in. It's absolutely broken, both because of physics, like you were talking, just make it really obvious that it makes it really obvious that they did not work on physics in the game. Um, and then no. also like, it just makes it so easy to get into areas of the map that clearly the developers did not want you to go. And it's not. This is not exploiting the game. No. Like in Skyrim, do you remember where you can get to the merchant chests? Yeah, you would have to like no clip and yeah, like find a that spot. That was an they... exploit. This is not an exploit. It's it's just a perk that lets you do it. Yeah. And it's broken. Now I do really like the double jump uh perk. It's very useful in combat <laughs> and stuff. But but it's, it's obvious still, that it wasn't meant to do that. Yeah, it's not meant to do that. And it and that is you know, that's just one of many issues despite technical issues. But yeah, if you wanna have a if you, if you, if you wanna have a laugh for about ten to fifteen minutes, look up a cyberpunk glitch compilation yeah definitely <laughs> we should um real quick though while yeah. we're on cyberpunk okay i'm gonna read you um what's his name Can well you... one of the co-developers put oh, out this yeah. statement i s- i think i saw this um so okay i'll just start it and it, it's it already starts bad i would say dear gamers i don't know i just think that's kind of funny (laughs) um i've actually i've actually watched the video and it just comes i can tell the video is like so good on them for coming out basically it was one of the not the developers one of the um uh like marketers marketing and like co-ceo type of guy yeah 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 the guys the guy that's are the one of the guys that are behind the decision, the the business decisions of the company. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the guy, and they came out, and he said, um, in a, a video on YouTube, um, he apologized and basically said like, it was our decision to release the game, not the developer. Yeah, I have this. Not the developer. Yeah. So, you. um, dear gamers, we are committed to fixing bugs and crashes, and will continue to work and improve the game via future updates to make sure you are enjoying the game regardless of the platform. Um, we will use the space to inform you about the progress being made on Cyberpunk 2077's further development, including information about updates, improvements, free DLCs, and more. Um, oh, that's not the personal explanation. <laughs> Where is it? That's just like the website thing. I want the – whatever. Basically, he was just like, you know, it was not ready to come he out. Admitted, he admitted – yeah, he basically <laughs> admitted that they that they knew it wasn't ready. And then they decided to release it anyway. Yeah. And but then he went on and kind of backhanded it a little bit and and like gave all these reasons why it's a bad right. why why it's a bad game and trying to make excuses. So like it's sort of thing where I do kind of admire that they did have the balls to come out, which like for example, Ubisoft didn't fucking do with Watch Dogs. They never do. <laughs> well, they did once. They did with Watch Do or with Assassin's Creed Unity. Oh well, that one was way more broken. So that makes sense. Unity, they um said this DLC we were gonna charge twenty dollars for. You can all have it for free. I remember that. That was awesome. It's actually better than the base game. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get into that right now. Um, (laughs) um, but uh, I I admire that they came out and said, yeah, yeah, this is our fault. We fucked up. But it's too little, too late. It's. Yeah, and it's just not. It's obviously. 
I don't need It's them. obvious that they made it for PC and just ported it to consoles without yeah. thinking and, about and it. And it's sort of thing where, like, we don't need them to apologize. We need them to fix it. And the thing is, though, I've even heard, unless you have, like, a top-of-the-line high-end PC. It still struggles on that. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077 was kind of a disaster and a funny way to end 2020 in the gaming world. This is kind of the main reason we did this episode. <laughs> yeah. But we'll, we'll move on to some other games, though. I have a game that I played. Yeah. That you haven't, thankfully. I, <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. Um, the, okay, so <laughs> let me just explain. I played the beta, and I actually enjoyed the beta. Um because the beta is just a small portion well, of Well, from what, from what you've told me about the beta of this game... And what other people said, it sounds like to me from an outsider that it was very misleading of them to release that as a beta and then sell you this full game that was such a disappointment. Kind of. It's kind of the reverse of that. Yeah. But I'll get to I'll get to my explanation. But so the Avengers game, it already had bad press when the first trailer came out because of the <laughs> character designs i remember that. i was I, like oh they can fix that that's whatever you'll have different costumes yeah you know uh, I, so remember, I was I like i remember seeing that movie like the, the characters look stupid but especially whatever. black widow but especially black widow and thor thor in the trailer looked like he was wearing a damn costume like from party city yeah but I remember seeing that being like, oh, and then whatever. Iron Man, he wasn't horrible. He was just so generic. It was this and like uh, MCU, but it was not. this result of the MCU characters being so iconic that they want to mimic that design, but they can't use the likeness, and that is always a recipe for disaster. I mean, if I would have it rather be like a tie-in game at that point. At least have the real yeah. designs. Yeah, exactly. Actually, um, use Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. and Chris Hemsworth. That would be cool. But, um, like, but then they would have to pay them a bunch of money. And so that came out, yeah. and a lot of mixed reviews already. By the way, um, I really like this peanut butter stout. Cool. Yeah, I like it too. Um, I'm, su- I'm super. Di- I mean, it's. I I don't think it's so amazing. I would buy a six pack. Right. But if I were at a pub and it was on on a tap. Oh, I would have it for fun. I would absolutely get a pint of a pretzel or yeah. something. That'd be nice. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> it's very peanut butter forward. You know, <laughs> that's what they called me in high school. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's gonna be. That's never uh, gonna go away. No, that was my not. joke too. But you can use it freely. Yeah, well, Anyone that's well, on there here. was. It would have been weird if you just made the joke off of your off of your own. Setup. Yeah, like what's yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> That would be like. No, I'm glad you jumped in. That would be in. like if I made the joke where, like, <laughs> hey, you know, being in Colorado this this last week, it was there was snow outside. What's snow? Oh, not much. What's snow with you? Shut up. That would be really <laughs> weird if I did that just well, by myself. Well, if you didn't say anything, I was gonna say it just very awkwardly. But <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, continue. Avengers. I'm just thinking about. Okay, <laughs> Avengers. Um, so I played a beta. It was fun. I thought the beta was a fun time. It was a small aspect of the game. You know, you just fight a bunch of robots. You test out the combat abilities, see some of the different skins. So yeah. I was like, okay, this can be something. But th- th- then the game came out. <laughs> and let me talk about the positives first because I and always that like. That was the punchline. The game came out. <laughs> <laughs> let me talk about the positives. I always like touching on the positives first if possible. And there is positives to this. Um, 
I like that Kamala Khan's the main character. The new Miss Marvel. She's got like the stretchy powers. Yeah. She's like the first Muslim American superhero. She's a great character. She's really cool character. Yeah. I um, love her. I like. That's the version. I, that's the version they use in Lego Marvel superheroes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like in general the story. It's a bit generic, but it it suits it. She goes through this journey. She becomes an Avenger in the end. It's about her growth and getting the Avengers back together. Because there's this big event in the story where the Golden Gate Bridge and stuff in San Francisco's. I'm kind of familiar with. This it's story. like blown up with like Cree radiation. Yeah, I'm. I'm a Terrigen mist. I'm a little bit. Familiar and that's how with she gets her powers from the Terrigen crystals and all that. And then San Francisco is like a kind of a in ruins. Um. So that starts, and then she goes on this mission. She brings the Avengers together eventually. And it does have a rewarding ending, I would say. Because, well... Nowadays it seems... And it generally... Nowadays it seems like a lot of games, when it comes to story content, a rewarding ending is the best you can ask for. And it generally looks fine. I don't have any complaints on the graphics department. That is a burn on a lot of modern games. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't have any complaints on the graphics department. It, it's fine. It's what it should be. From what I've seen, it looks okay. Um, it's, a but, fl- it's a flashy game. So after you're <laughs> done with the story, and let me... There's only three villains in the game. In an Avengers game. For who? You have the entire Marvel Universe at your disposal. And you only have three villains. And you pick, like, not good ones. Who are the villains? Taskmaster, which they showed in the E3 demo. He's fine. He's okay. But not until you fight him for the twentieth time and the looting like dungeon missions. And also, you have Taskmaster against the whole Avengers. No, yeah, because like when you're that's, on those, when you're playing on the line of those missions, you have Thor and yeah, Iron Man. That, and that's not a cool. Taskmaster is like hard. Taskmaster Thor would kill him in two Taskmaster seconds. Taskmaster is like Captain America and Black Widow, and Captain America wouldn't have a super hard time with him. No, not generally. No. no. <laughs> but, I mean, Taskmaster is smart enough where he could put up some Well, because he can replicate your moves and stuff. Yeah. But that that's that's the that's the highest tier level that he that Taskmaster could take on is Captain America. So and that's not even that's pushing it. He could take on like Iron Man and stuff, but when you have Thor in the picture and Hulk, yeah, that's, that's just No. Get out of here. Taskmaster it's like I'm throwing Mjolnir. against Hulk. Well, I'm like throwing the hit Mjolnir at him a hundred times and he's not dying. Like, come on. Well, uh, so isn't Taskmaster going to be in the new Black Widow movie? Yeah, and he's a cool villain. So wh- how hilarious would it be if he gets to the big climax and then the Hulk just bolts, jumps in and just beats him? <laughs> I mean, And because of the timeline, it wouldn't be Professor Hulk either? Yeah. This would take place while Hulk's on Sakaar, though, right? But it, portals, whatever. Portal. Doctor Strange would bring in Hulk. It'd be, it'd be like, <laughs> yeah. beat this prick up. Like. Doctor Strange shenanigans. <laughs> they, can, they can explain anything away with that. Or Wanda shenanigans. Or Wanda You got to watch this shit. We, we're going to talk about it, but you got to watch it first. I'll watch it, and then we'll do an episode yeah. of it. Yeah. That, after well, it's all done. When it's when the season's over, we'll do an episode. Yeah. yeah. And Mandalorian will be doing that too soon. Yeah. So don't worry. We can, um, yeah. Well, we'll do that. So... So, yeah, Taskmaster. And then you have Abomination, which <laughs> I don't he's like ab- fun enough, but he's also a very generic Marvel villain. Yeah, I don't like Abomination. He's just bad Hulk. He's just bad Hulk who is sh- – his base level is stronger, but he doesn't get stronger as he gets angrier. 
No, he's just like really strong, but that's like about it. Yeah. The only thing I like about Abomination is the fun fact that technically in the Marvel universe, in the MCU universe, he's still out there somewhere. Oh yeah, they, and they've just never addressed it. Really. I think they're gonna bring him back in She-Hulk. I really hope they do. But She-Hulk is supposed to be like a comedy, like law, like Law and Order type thing. <laughs> that so, sounds actually pretty fun. Maybe he'll be in court. <laughs> law and Order with Abomination She-Hulk. Because oh, she's a sound, lawyer. That sounds great. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, no, She-Hulk I, was actually the first character to break the fourth wall, not Deadpool. Really? Yeah, like in her comics in the seventies, she would like punch like advertisements and do stuff like that oh, and, like, oh, oh, oh. yeah that's um, funny and she was stanley's last creation oh. well marvel creation she hulk's pretty cool but uh, yeah. anyways but yeah um <laughs> don't let me get on a she hulk ta- tangent um <laughs> i'm sure you would love and then there's modok there's modok modok is cool villain He's a classic Avengers he's, villain. Okay, so Modok is. But a, he's just a big head in a chair. Yeah, see, the Modok is a classic. But I, I wanted Doctor Doom, or I, I wanted. Modok is a classic, but I don't think he's that cool. No. No. He's a big head in a chair. You know, I was playing recently Marvel's um, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, because it was on sale for like $5. Oh, he's funny in that Xbox. game, though. And Modok is a villain that they. They demote him to he's a one mission where you just punch him a bunch of times and he's done. Because that's kind of all you need to do. Because that is Modok. It's the Wild West mission, which is the oh, lame. Yeah. <laughs> it's the lamest mission in the whole. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy with She-Hulk. Those are the characters you're playing as, and then Old West Captain America, which is was pretty cool. That that's they pretty included. cool. And Kid Cole, that was pretty cool that they included all that. Yeah, uh, but, but anyways, that's but, a good game. But they they dem- they demoted no good game. They demoted <laughs> him to just the Guardians and She Hulk kicked the shit out of him in a in a saloon. <laughs> that's that type of villain. Anyways, he's the last villain. There is a surprise villain in it, and I think at this point no one cares. So I'm just gonna no say no one it. cares. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to play it. <laughs> and anyone that did care already did that. Yeah. Months ago. <laughs> so yeah. Spoilers. You should know this by now if you listen to it. It's us. not like a major. We spoil it's not stuff. a named villain or anything, but you fight. Modok releases a Kree sentry bot, and it's like humongous, and it's cool. That sounds like a cool boss fight. And most. it's like, oh, I wish we would have got that the whole game. Was it a good boss fight? Yeah, it was fun. You switch okay. around between like different characters. I was going to say, like that sounds like at most a good boss fight. No, like the story, if the story was longer and had more characters, I think it would be a way better game. But then you're done with the story, and then it's just looter shooter, <laughs> but not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because Make there's sure. only two characters that you really want to play as. Maybe three. I would say three. But, like, Hulk, he's very basic. He just punches things. And that's what he does. And this do. is not the right kind of game for him. Like Hulk Ultimate Destruction, I, I wish they would come out oh. with a remake, remake or remaster I of that. I loved that game. That's one of the best superhero games that ever. It was amazing. Because it's just exactly yeah. what – it's Hulk Simulator. It, yeah, and now that's <laughs> all you want. Yeah, I loved – I wish I could have that game somehow. God. But, but, um, let's, buy, let's buy a PS2. Or like an Xbox 360. <laughs> or whatever that came out on. Yeah. And buy that game just let's, – Dude. Let's do an episode of I'd be so happy old games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, but – and then Black Widow, she has guns and she sucks. <laughs> 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 Thor's fun. He's 
it's really stupid when you play as them because you're fighting like just little aim droids and they take a while to kill it's like i'm four come on and yeah you upgrade and level up and get good gear and then captain america's the funnest character in my opinion to play as oh yeah he has the funnest combat he now it's hard for him to get around like big open spaces you know because he just like runs but <laughs> <laughs> but his shield's fun you bounce it around it's fun and then Iron Man, he's the most technical one, which makes sense. You have all the different well, weapon I mean, choices. What, what I've heard and what from what you're what I, it's what I've heard and what from what you're saying, it sounds like this. It's the basis for a really good game. Yes, but then it's but just, they just fucked it up. At you some beat the point story, the which is like process. only like eight hours long. It's almost like what I've heard. What I've heard is almost like they and it's not buggy really or anything. Yeah. Well, what I've heard is it's it feels like. It was intended to be a cool single-player game, yeah. and then at some point in the development process, the studio, the studio exec stepped in and said, "It needs to be need, a looter shooter. This needs to be like Destiny." Yeah, and I was I was into Destiny for a little while, so that's why I gave I've this game a chance. Never played it, but although I've heard it's good, I'm a huge fan of Bungie. They did the original Halo games, but the game, the it's just it's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you just fight in aim labs all the time and a bunch of robots and that gets old really fast and then you fight taskmaster like 200 times <laughs> that's it now they did uh, one thing that i do appreciate is that all the new characters are going to be free updates and all that well, that's good at least but guess what the first character think about it in a game that is lacking any kind of roster. It's only like four Avengers or five, whatever. Ooh, what's the first character they introduced? And let me guess. Not Hawkeye. Oh, that would have been a good guess. Let me hold on. Kate Bishop Hawkeye. Oh. Which she's a cool character and all. I like the I like the Mac Fraction run. Yeah. Um, but, but not real Hawkeye. Well, he he's like in it. He he's gonna be the next one maybe, but. They can't release two Hawkeyes in a row. Out of all the characters. That would be stupid. <laughs> out of all the Avengers characters that they have available, the first one they do is an archer. That's. <sighs> we couldn't get Black Panther. We couldn't get Captain Marvel. We couldn't get Hawkeye. even Moon Knight or something. Hawkeye no. really is a character. I do really like Hawkeye. I like yeah. him in the comics. I like him in the MCU. I like Jeremy Renner. He's fantastic. But he's but he's Hawkeye. He's nothing. He's a he's a guy he's a with circ- a bow and arrow. He's a circus performer with a bow and arrow. And he's not like Batman with a bow and arrow. No, he's skilled. Well, I was talking about, but my, he's my my girlfriend is a, a huge DC fan, and yeah. she loves Green Arrow, which admittedly I I do like Green Arrow. Green Arrow is cool, um, <laughs> but. And I was talking to her about it. I'm like, you know, the main difference between Hawkeye and Green Arrow is that Green Arrow is rich and can afford his gadgets. Hawkeye just gets them from S.H.I.E.L.D. And Hawkeye just gets them from S.H.I.E.L.D. But that, I, I guess that makes Green Arrow automatically better because Green Arrow is independent. Hawkeye well, Hawkeye can, proves that in the, the Mac Fraction run that I that talked about. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, there's this one scenario where he's like, he has a bunch of his joke arrows. That's the, the only ones he has. Oh, yeah. Like, he has the boxing glove one and stuff like that. <laughs> and, like, that's what he's left with. That sounds Against, fun. like, a militia. <laughs> that sounds like a fun. And it's the Mac Fraction run is, like, a realistic take. You but know, that grounded. Sa- that sounds like but a fun But then he's stuck sequence, with all his stupid so, yeah. arrows. 
Yeah. And I heard the show's going to well, be based off of that. What's actually really cool with Hawkeye, what I do like as a character, is uh, in the comics, he's deaf. Or at least almost. Yeah, he loses his hearing over time. Um, Which is just like a really... I think it's a really cool... Because all the sonic arrows, I think he uses. Yeah, I think it's just a kind of a neat addition to the character. And he's just a regular man. Yeah, he is <laughs> a regular man. He's he's. I was talking to Cole, my, my girlfriend, and it's basically uh, um, him and Green Arrow. They're basically the same character, except for background reasons. Um, but they are the peak of human ability. But, but not they, really, though? But they are still... Just a normal human. Like Green Arrow's still not as good as Batman. Well, no. Hawkeye's definitely not as good as Captain well, I, America. I, I mean, I mean, peak of human ability, not in martial arts and stuff like that. I uh, mean, just like in shape, physically. Yeah. And a big thing that the both characters share is they're supposed to be like world-renowned gymnastics. And I hate people. to say, like and I'm not trying like to. They're really good acrobats. I'm not trying to bash on Jeremy Renner, but do you look at that guy and like, oh, that's the peak human being? No. No, he looks like a dad. Especially, and I, I, I <laughs> and the hate, haircut. I hate, okay, I'm going to bring it up because <laughs> I've never brought this up before to anyone. That scene in Endgame where they're talking about where after they brought back everyone, or a bit, well, they got the Infinity Stones and they're getting ready to bring back everyone and they're on, they're on the lake and they're talking about, and he was like, I tried to bring her back. And then he slips into that really heavy, like, New York-Boston accent. <laughs> well, it doesn't make sense. I can't get over that because it doesn't, doesn't make him sound... Because he lives in Missouri? Yeah, it just... It doesn't work for the scene, and it really has always bothered me because it always seemed inappropriate for the scene because he doesn't have that accent the rest of the time. No. It's just Jeremy Renner slipping, I think. Yeah, it was just him slipping, and it doesn't match the scene. It doesn't match his character, and it just has always bothered me. <laughs> and I think it hurts the character. Well, whenever there's, like, gods and aliens attacking Earth, I'm like, just just leave. Yeah, he's on top of the building in Avengers. You have a wife. You have people. a family, and yeah. you're literally fighting a guy. That he can... actually has the most to lose out of yeah. all the Avengers. And you're literally fighting a guy that could kill you in like a millisecond. Yeah, I understand why he why he skipped out on like uh, Infinity War. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the like Thanos wasn't trying to kill a bunch of the Avengers during that. Yeah, but he would have killed Hawkeye just he unintentionally. Just, like. Yeah. He would just, like, bump like, into him, and Hawkeye would have had, like, 80 broken bones. one of the only Avengers that actually has stuff to lose. He has a family. Yeah, until Stark has his daughter. and Yeah. Yeah, until, uh, yeah, until Endgame. Because no one else. Yeah, but anyways, getting back to the game. Anyway, yeah. We're getting the Avengers on side tangents. The Avengers was just, well, it wouldn't be the audio and podcast if we didn't get on side tangents, would it? But, um, of course. It's a nothing game. You do the same thing over and over to get gear that makes you more powerful to do the same thing over and over to get gear that makes you more powerful. And then real quick, let me touch on the skins. There's some good ones in there, but they're not directly the combat books. They're always like a their version of it, Yeah, it, which is not as good usually. So there's not and fan service there's in there. not any movie skins. There's, there's no fan service in there. It's just... Okay, because the Spider-Man games? game, which is an amazing superhero game, one of the best, 
It's the only reason I. It's the main reason I uh, am jealous of PlayStation because <laughs> of that game. Oh, and oh. the new Miles Morales one. Oh, because I played I the original one on your when yeah. you when we lived together. But that game, oh, it's so you, good. Besides the black suit, because they're saving that, you could have like you had like every major Spider-Man suit. I mean, not every. But there's so many, but you had all the movie suits. You had Spider-Man 2099. You ha- they I just came out with say, Amazing was, Spider-Man suit. I was about to say 2077. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't no, do they that. They don't want that. Don't drag them down. Except there is a cyberpunk suit you get in Miles Morales, which has to be like a nod. <laughs> it's like, look at our better game. Is it just the skin of Keanu Reeves? <laughs> That'd be good. But not him as Johnny Silverhand, just Keanu Reeves. Just the skin, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't animate the mouth or anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... um. It's Keanu Reeves. Uh, yeah, and like the Spider-Man game for PS4 and now the remastered version, which I love because it's like a whole new game. But... um. You had all these movie skins and comic book skins. And yeah, they were adapted for the game, but they didn't really... They just made them fit in that world. Yeah. And this, you get like vague comic book skins. <laughs> and then you have all these avatars... Like, like like if you know the comics well, you can see what they're trying to reference. Yeah. And like <laughs> Iron Man, he has the best ones, I would say. Because Iron Man is the coolest looking one. Iron Man... And then Thor does have Nat- like a Viking Iron- one, which is pretty cool. Iron Man naturally, I feel, would have the best skins, just because of the nature of he has a mul- mul- bunch of suits and stuff. Yeah, um, but the fact that they didn't have any movie skins in that baffles me, because that's what everyone wants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like they even have the movie versions of some of the characters on like the calling cards. And that's the thing. I don't quite understand. And also why these emotes. I don't they understand try to make it like why they couldn't do that. Like, but the game, because they have, they have Disney and Marvel backing them. So copyright isn't, but it's Square Enix Colton. And they're known for kind of being shady about their games. They prioritize certain games, final fantasy. And even that, the yeah. Final Fantasy VII <laughs> remake, we could talk about a little bit. I didn't play it, but it's sort either. of a disappointment. Well, I've heard the opposite. I've heard well, basically. So we'll we'll touch on it real quick right now, um, I'll, and I'll just try to. I'll tell you why some people consider it a disappointment. Well, okay, so I I kind of know some of it. So some people consider it a disappointment because they changed so much about the core gameplay. The That's gameplay the and reasons. not even that, but they only released like one chapter and they priced it. For sixty bucks, yeah, but there but are besides uh, that. I there heard it's are great. a lot of people I've heard that adore that remake. They say it's the best. No, it looks good. There, there are mean, people I've heard that are like hardcore Final Fantasy fans that are like, "This is the best thing to come out of the last generation." This generation, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a disappointment, but it's kind of it's it's in a weird category there. Some people think it was a uh, it shortchanged. Yeah, you know, the I've not played it. I'm honestly not a Final Fantasy fan. I mean, they're good games. I like the older ones. They're good. Yeah, I, I like the the old ones. Uh, I I played a cup. I played a couple of them on the uh, the SNES Classic. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Um, um, but but the Avengers game, it's not a bad game. It's not a good game. It's overwhelmingly mediocre, which is even worse than being a bad game almost. Yeah, because no one's gonna remember it for being bad, per se. No one's definitely going to remember it for being a good game. It's just it exists. It just is there. It's going to be forgotten. 
I mean, unless it's gonna be unless unless they unless if they, I want to play an awesome Marvel game that has a bunch of characters, I'm gonna play Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and that's a, that's a eighteen year old game. That's a fantastic game. So yeah, I've played that. It's really good. I mean, yeah, I wish we could get a play, game. I mentioned earlier, I've been playing Lego Marvel Super Heroes too. That's a better Avengers game. That is a really good Avengers game. Or Marvel, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's just, we were expecting Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but with deeper combat, and that is not what we got. Yeah. And I pre-ordered it. Yeah, I on the on the topic of pre-orders, I have a game here, and I also pre-ordered pre-ordered Cyberpunk. So yeah, I pre-ordered Cyberpunk. We're both losers. And the other game I pre-ordered on this list. Would you have bought Cyberpunk after the release? No. Damn. Even though That's I have a enjoyed lot it, from you. I enjoyed it enough where I didn't. When they said they were going to give refunds to anyone. I didn't take that up. I said, actually, I'm going to keep playing you it. You might as well keep it now. I, I, I enjoy it just enough to play it and enjoy it. I appreciate the good parts about it. But um, on the other game I pre-ordered, um, that I wouldn't say it was quite a disappointment. And I'll tell you why. Because I didn't expect it to be amazing. <laughs> Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, I I haven't bothered with that one yet. Yeah, so Watch Dogs Legion. So let's start. This is this requires a whole synopsis of the Watch Dogs trilogy to understand why. Let's go back to the first Watch the Dogs. The first Watch Dogs, which was also a disappointment. That was a genuine disappointment. It was a genuine disappointment. Um, I still enjoyed parts of it. Oh, me too. I, I saw And it had a good soundtrack, actually. When I, it had a great soundtrack, yeah. It had like Weezer. Well, when I play <laughs> all the all the watchdogs, the second one had dead Kennedys and social distortion. Oh wow! And the third one has Frank Turner. So soundtrack's good. Yeah, they've always <laughs> had those soundtracks. Oh, the the third one, or the Watchdogs Legion, automatically gains points. It has stiff little fingers on the soundtrack. I don't think it's quite GTA Radio. Uh, no, no, no. But GTA does a great job. But they had Alternative Ulster, Stiff Little Fingers on the soundtrack. That made me super excited. I'm a, die- I'm a diehard Stiff Little Fingers fan. Yeah. And you never hear them anywhere on soundtracks ever. No, yeah. Um, but anyway, the first Watch Dogs. I mean, if you know anything about games, we don't really need to go into too much detail on why. On, on like the lead up. But basically, Here, I'll do a quick thing. Yeah, do your thing. Basically, the E3 footage showed like amazing graphics, like for the time and still for now. Tons of great lighting, tons of NPCs, like bustling city, GTA level, like open world. And then when it came out, it was nothing like that, and it was empty mostly and not a ton to do besides the missions. And also, they so it looked al- bad. Also, so not only the graphical downgrade, <laughs> so. but they also hyped up the um and the way they explained the hacking elements. As like this free form hacking, it was mm. not free form at all. No, the hacking is basically like in a game. Whenever you get a special ability, that's basically what the hacking is. It's not yeah. like you can just like hack into anything. You, you can't. Anything. Yeah, the only thing you, the only anything you can hack into that you can do free freely is security cameras. And that's boring. Yeah, and <laughs> and what? But one thing they did cool was they added thing where you can scan other people's phones and find out information about them. That is cool. And it was cool. And they expanded that on the sequel. Watch Dogs right. 2. So Watch Dogs 1 was a disappointment. I played it. I I saw it as 
this is kind of disappointing, but there is a foundation here for something. I had fun with it. I had fun with it. There was a foundation for something really cool. But then again, that's not really because of Watch Dogs itself. I'll have fun with any GTA-like. Yeah, I, I like You know style. what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, Watch Dogs, I had fun with it, and it, it made me go, well, this is a good foundation. They just didn't pull it off. Right. And then Watch Dogs 2 came out, and Watch Dogs 2 was fantastic. The open world is vibrant in San Francisco. It's one of my. It's actually one of my favorite open world cities in any video game. It, it's there's one of my favorite cities. Yeah, so. Same. Yeah, I love San Francisco in real life. Um, and there's so much to do in the open world. The characters are energetic and exciting, and they expanded on the. Um, it's fun. They yeah. It's colorful. It's it takes itself it's, less seriously. Yeah, it's fun. It's colorful. It's it's interesting. Because Aiden Pierce was always brooding. He was yeah. He is the one of the guys. I don't he, think he was a terrible character, but he wasn't awful. But he's the classic example of a mistakes brooding for a personality. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So like it was. Watch Dogs Two was really good. The story. <laughs> the story was okay. Speaking. The story was okay. Although the climax is a little disappointing. Do you mind a spoiler? Well, from what I've heard from you is that all the quests and everything is just disjointed. It is a little it does feel a little disjointed at times. And that's my main complaint. There's two complaints I have about this. It feels a little disjointed the quests. It kind of sends you on side tangents that are the main quests, and it has side quests. But it has parts of the main quests that feel like side quests. Yeah, and you don't want that. And then you're like, what am I and you're doing these quests and you're like, what am I doing? Is this a Whoops. Um, anytime it has points where like you're doing a quest and you are you you I'm unsure if this was a main quest or a side quest and that's bad. By the way, I just been staring into Danny Vito's eyes this whole time. Oh yeah, and he's staring back. <laughs> There's a connection there. <laughs> um, but uh, so it's a little a little disjointed. And the other issue is that you in Watch Dogs Two you play as a character. Who is a good person? It's the type of person that wouldn't kill <laughs> a cat. It wouldn't kill wouldn't kill a, a freaking gerbil. But then you kill a lot of people. But then you kill a lot of people. And it encourages you to kill people because the combat is really good. Also, back to Watch Dogs 1, I've replayed it recently after watching a YouTube video. If you were to replay that, replay it. Full lethal. Kill everyone. Well, Aiden Pierce would kill people. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because Watch Dogs 1 had a slow motion. He's an angry dad. Yeah. So, I mean. He's an angry dad. Uh, (laughs) Angry uncle. Oh, yeah. Angry Um, uncle. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. But, no. Watch Dogs 1 has really badass kill animations. And it has a slow motion mode, like a bullet time mode. And if you play it that way, ignore the hacking, ignore the stealth, play it. As a shooter? As a shooter, it's a John Wick simulator. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is how I kind of played it. It's actually... To be honest. It's actually awesome. (laughs) I only hacked... I only hacked when I needed to or if I was, like, in a car chase. Like, due to traffic lights. In Watch Dogs 2, you play as a character who wouldn't kill a fly. But then you kill, like, hundreds of people. But you kill a lot of people. (laughs) And it never, ever recognizes that. And yeah, that, and that's a problem thematically. And that's one thing I admired about Watch Dogs 1 is there was a mission where you go to save your um your uh 
What's niece the What's the whatever? boy version of a niece? <laughs> a nephew. Nephew. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. Um, you go to save your nephew, and and you kill all the people. You know, you know they say it's nephew, but I think it should be noise. Noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you go, you go to save uh, your nephew's been kidnapped by the bad guys, and you go to save him, and you kill a bunch of noise. Noise. <laughs> uh, you go you to know that guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But you go to kill a bunch of people, and you, you kill all the people on the base, or I think it's like a boat or something that he's being held. And you go, and you open the door, and you realize he's been in the room with the security cameras. Yeah, and he sees all and of it. And he saw you kill everyone. I remember that. I thought that and was And cool. I thought that was a really good addition, because it recognized the fact that Aiden Pierce is a murderer. But then in the in the next couple, they just never acknowledge it? They never acknowledge it. Um and that leads so like Watch Dogs Two was an improvement on everything except for the uh, the story was a little dis disjointed and the character the game didn't react to your character decisions very well, but it was a re- otherwise a really fun game. Excuse me, but Watch Dogs Legion, I they they took that whole like we mentioned earlier the anal you know looking and analyzing NPCs to see what they're doing and what their life is like, which was a cool feature. And you play as NPCs. And you made it so you analyze NPCs, and if they're cool enough, you can you recruit them, and you can play as them, which is a really cool feature, but Watch Dogs was not the right franchise for it. <laughs> it's a really cool feature, and I hope Ubisoft holds on to that idea and uses it for something else. Yeah, maybe you recruit assassins or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, there's a lot of ways that could work really well. But Watch Dogs Legion, the reason I say it was a little bit of disappointment because I'm really not super impressed with it, but I recognized from the beginning before I pre-ordered it that that idea might lead to this. So I expected Mm. it to possibly be underwhelming and it was mm. so i wouldn't say it was a huge why because ex- what happened is exactly what i feared they're taking away a main protagonist from a series that has always had a main protagonist and that makes sense and that kind of destroys the story and that destroys the story because in watchdogs is Legion, there even a story there is but what happens when you're playing story missions you're like the npc well what happens is either the story missions go one of two ways Either they try to make you the main character and like treat you like a main character, but you don't have a personal connection to the character you're playing. You're always playing someone different because you're playing something different, or it's just an NPC you pull off the street. I try my best to play as the same character every single time I do a mission, but that's Um, not what the game wants you to do. Unless I need another character for their perks or their skills, which is a really cool thing. The actual open world. Of Watch Dogs Legion is fantastic. Recruiting NPCs is a really cool, fun feature. And, and it's in London. And so it's that's the cool. missions are pretty fun. The gameplay is really good. They did a really good job with the atmosphere of the it's almost dystopian. With like, but not quite. But not just quite. Like, it, they did a really good job with that. It's just that when you're playing the missions, it either is like tries to make you feel like a main character but you don't have the personal connection so you don't care (laughs) or it recognizes that you're not a main character 
which also results in you don't have a personal connection. <laughs> and it's just like you don't care about <laughs> any of the story missions. With any type of media game movie, if you can't get the consumer, the audience to care, yeah, and then what's the and point? that's the issue with Watch Dogs Legion. The gameplay is really fun. In fact, you know how I mentioned how Watch Dogs One you can make it John Wick. Yeah, you can co- you can recruit certain characters with skill with a there's a certain skill that they have. I think it's like the professional hitman has this skill, um, in Watch Dogs Legion where they have John Wick animations, like like gun foo like gun foo stuff. Like they grab the guy <laughs> and shoot him three times through the chest and then knock him out and then shoot the other guy. It's badass. You know, there's a John Wick game, but it's, it's not like a. a but it's not it but it's not it doesn't make you feel like John Wick as much as Watch Dogs Legion. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really makes you feel like a damn badass. But and the gameplay, everything about the gameplay in Watch Dogs Legion is fantastic. But they just failed to make you care at all. Yeah. About the game. I don't care about Watch Dogs Legion one bit. <laughs> like the missions are like Whatever. They're ex- then how are you going to be invested to finish that game? Exactly, and I haven't. That's the problem. I I got distracted by Cyberpunk and then Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You know, I've not played it in a couple months because yeah. w- the only reason to play that game is to be John Wick. And my character doesn't look like John Wick. He's a fucking nerd. <laughs> because you can't customize your characters when you recruit them. So you just you can customize their clothing, okay. not their look. You can't change their hairstyle. So <laughs> I, have a, I have a character who who I had a character who looked like fucking Jason Statham. It was awesome. I was super, oh, I might. I was super. I'm, I'm Jason Statham. Yeah, I was super excited to recruit him because he looked like his ball looks like Jason Statham had a suit and tie. Have you seen the Meg? And he, and he had the gung fu stuff. I'm in the Meg. I'm gonna. It was awesome, but then I got that character killed because I'm playing on permadeath mode. I'm a paleontologist. <laughs> Wait, but, I kind of turned into. <laughs> yeah, I turned into Christopher Walken. That I would. Tr- I would try to do a. Uh, I'm a paleontologist. I'm Christopher Walken. <laughs> I would try to do a, a Jason Statham accent, but I'm afraid I'm a fuck up because I know what accent. It's was like Cockney. It's the. It's the accent. Remember when I did the Elder Scrolls D and D? I did the Dark Elves. That's Jason Statham. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Just try. When you're playing. <laughs> no. No, I can't do it right now. I'm in the mood. <laughs> I can't do it right now. Oi, I'm in the movie to Meg. Have you seen the Meg yet? Meg. Meg. <laughs> Meg. Meg. It's like. Uh, I'm 6'3". I'm Jason Statham. I'm Christopher Walken playing Jason Statham in the Meg. Have you seen the Meg? I've not seen the Meg. <laughs> See, like I can do. Why? I, I can do. Why a, did my voice go to Christopher Walken? I don't know. And see, it like I did. can do a vaguely British accent, <laughs> but the problem is I have very little control. Well, he has like over, a very specific. He has. It's not quite just like. Is that London? It, see, not. It's even, not quite it's that not though. That London accent though. No. That that London accent like that like it's not quite that. It's like a serious version of that yeah it's like the dark elves from skyrim but yeah jason Statham. you no, not no you know it's delvin malroy in the also guy. jason Statham. you're not two inches shorter than the rock 
Um, you're probably like a head shorter than The Rock. So stop pretending. And Tom Cruise, I'm looking at you. <laughs> you know what, Jason? I'm not even that tall, and I'm taller than you, Tom Cruise. You know, it's <laughs> Tom Cruise ain't uh, quite as a. Uh, he's a fucking short little twat. Twat. He's a fucking twat. short little cunt. I mean, I, I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I didn't mean to call you a cunt. That's just it was. <laughs> It was an impersonation. Tom, I think you're a wonderful Have person. you seen his teeth, though? Yeah, he has one middle one. Um, <laughs> Tom, if you're listening, we love you. Um, but do we? Top Gun is awesome. It is. Okay, Top Gun um, is good. I, I, love that he, I love that you do all your stunts. Um, I want to like Tom I Cruise. Think, I think you're absolutely insane. He's insane. You know what? Um, I'll give him. He, you know what? You know I why I still like him, even though he's insane? Why? Because. Because he's insane? Yeah. Basically. He's insane in the cool way. He's in the <laughs> he's insane in the way of like Nick Cage. He's you he's know, insane in Mission Impossible, the newest Mission Impossible, when he's hanging off that side of the airplane. He's insane. He was actually hanging off the side of the, you know in Top Gun in the new one, he's actually flying the jets. Top Tom Cruise became he a pilot. Got a pilot license and, and learned how to fly. He F-16s. knows how he knows how to fly fly a fucking F sixteen. And you That's can, dedication. And you can actually, and it won't make a difference in the movie. You can tell yeah. in that movie when he takes off from the aircraft carrier and it, it has the camera inside the cockpit, you can tell that that's a real. And it's not a stunt double. F- yeah. It really makes a difference. No, um, I'll give him credit for that. No. Honestly. Tom Cruise, if you're listening, Tommy, Tom, whatever you like to be called. He's not listening. Um, You never know. Uh. We think you're crazy. You think but, that guy listens to podcasts? But we think you're crazy in the cool way, not in the Mel Gibson way. He maybe listens to Joe Rogan. Maybe. But you think when he, he wants to hear anyone else talk besides himself? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or Katie I, Holmes. I actually oh, yeah, don't know much about Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, uh, but Tom, if you're listening, we think you're absolutely insane, but in the cool way, not in the Mel Gibson way or the Bill Crosby way. But Mel Gibson still somehow... I still somehow his like car- him a little his bit. His career somehow isn't over. Yeah. I don't he was, understand I want to see this. We should talk about it. He was in this movie where he's Santa Claus, but in this universe, Santa Claus is like John Wick, like an assassin. Oh, that sounds cool. And like the Russians want to kill Santa Claus. <laughs> and it's called Fat Man. Oh, I've seen that like on Hulu or whatever <laughs> it's on. <laughs> That's Hulu, insane. Hulu or Amazon. And or it's whatever. Mel Gibson. And it's not oh. Braveheart era or Lethal Weapon. No, no, it's now Mount Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen that. I saw. I saw the with those insane eyes. I saw the image of the, the, the like the poster for that, and was like Fat Man, Mel Gibson. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, but then um, I didn't click on it because I was gonna watch. I, uh, I kind of my phone did a flip. That's okay. Anyway, so I have a list here. A lot of these games I haven't played because I knew they were bad. Yeah. But Watch Dogs is on here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, real quick, to sum up, Watch Dogs <laughs> Legion is a good game. And I wasn't necessarily disappointed because I didn't expect it to be amazing. But it fails to make you care about anything that's happening. But, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the gameplay is really I solid. think the first Watch Dogs makes you care more. Yeah, the first Watch Dogs makes you it's care just more. The second one makes nothing you care to more. look at. Yeah, the second one is it's just gray and like the second one's pretty makes you care. 
Um, the the Watch Dogs Legion is gameplay wise solid, world building solid, story, story. I don't remember what's going on in the story. <laughs> it's one of those stories where I kind of just go. They say go go here, do this, and I go okay. So this list is a uh, time to kill a bunch of people. <laughs> disappointing games of the 2010s. Ah. I had one for 2020. It was mostly cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, cyberpunk was. The, I mean, it was the main inspiration for this episode. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so Watch Dogs. Yeah, the explanation is in the 2012 demo. It showed high-fidelity lighting, fog, and wind effects for Chicago. But then when the game actually came out, it was bland. That's uh, attributed to a whole era of Ubisoft games in the early, in the first half of the 2010s where Ubisoft did that for fucking every Besides game. Black Flag. Yeah. Because they, they that was a colorful, good-looking game for the time. Yeah. Oh, I've got another game. Um, I don't have much to say about it. What? Um, but In fact, I don't really have anything to say about it. Um, other than it was very disappointing, is every Far Cry game I've ever fucking played. <laughs> you heard that, Caleb. I've I've <laughs> played Far Cry 1, 2, 3, and 4. They're just not your type of game. Then. And I... Because I, I, I enjoyed the... No, I, I can't get into them. <laughs> I've gotten like... And I've really tried. Like, I got right. 30 hours into Far yeah. Cry 3, you know? And just... But that was me pushing it. Like people say, this is a g-. like me, sitting, like Skyrim like me sitting there on the couch, me sitting there on couch, being like, people say this is good. People say this is good. It you know what? It was a- maybe it'll get good soon. And I, I don't like them. It was always advertised as Skyrim of guns. No, it's not. No, it's not. But it's one of those games where every single Far Cry game has been like, oh, well, like I started. Maybe you're not playing them right. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm not. You're supposed m- to do stupid shit. Maybe I'm not in the right mindset. I don't fucking know. And I recognize. Here's the thing. I recognize they are good games. I and I see the new one. We I'm, haven't seen any gameplay, but uh, the guy from Breaking Bad, Mandalorian. I forget his name. Gustavo. Whatever. He's a good villain. Name. He's the villain. He's one of the. <laughs> there's, it, so. a, there's a meme I've seen floating a line online where it's like when that guy shows up in the TV show and you know that the main character is fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, Except, at the end of the Mandalorian, he was kind of dumb. Yeah, he assumed he was like, "Oh, I'm in a different room." <laughs> well, I think he was. But relying, then, like, I think he was relying. Spoiler: he was I mean, rel- if you don't know about this, he was relying on the dark troopers. But then, when Luke Skywalker showed up, he tried to kill himself. <laughs> I did. I did kind of like that, though. <laughs> no, I know because, because he realized he was fucked. actually fucked. Then. Like. <laughs> Because when he was first captured, he was like, the dark troopers are coming. <laughs> yeah, and you might kill a and lot you, of them. But and like... you guys are too good to execute me right now. Yeah. And then Luke Skywalker shows up and he's like, fuck. He's scared. Um, yeah, he's actually scared. That um, shows. I don't want to talk too much about it, but that show redeemed Luke Skywalker finally. I love that. That's what we wanted to see. Yeah. That's well, all we wanted. And in The Last Jedi, I liked that character arc. But we didn't get what we wanted to see. No. This is what we wanted to see. Have you and heard this? Made it, do you this, know the YouTuber, uh, Critical Drinker? He's a Scottish guy. He's always drunk and he yeah. reviews movies and stuff. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> yeah, I love him. <laughs> but he fixed Luke Skywalker. And he kept, he was like, basically, Last Jedi actually has a good character arc for Luke Skywalker. I've always said that I didn't like the ending. It's of just the, executed poorly. Yeah, I didn't like the ending of The Last Jedi. But I loved the character arc. I won't talk about it too long, but Last Jedi, yeah. 
Luke should have had his green lightsaber, by the way. He should have. That was stupid. Yeah, why? I mean, I, and he should have actually showed up. And if he didn't actually show up, he shouldn't have died from the force projection. Yeah. He should have died in the last movie. That yeah. would have been fitting. That would have been better. He should have died like even fighting if the force Palpatine. Or even I don't if know. the force projection made him weak so he couldn't. Also, raise a Mary Sue, and I'm never going to get over it. Um, <laughs> but just, anyways, I, yeah. Back to games. Back to games. Because I get more I, mad I, I over. I just gotta say. But yeah, Mandalorian, just, Luke Skywalker. Was I just gotta excellent. say about the real quick because you brought it up. Okay. Because people have been recently talking about uh, how they want the sequel trilogy to be erased. So I'm not even for that. I yeah. Here's the thing, and I I made I've made this point to other people, and I want to make a point here because I think it needs to be said. I don't like the sequel trilogy, but people didn't like the prequel trilogy when it came out. And I'm not saying that in 15 years people are going to like the sequel trilogy. I'm saying that when I was a kid and the prequels were coming out, those are the movies that made me love Star Wars. And if there's a little kid out there that thinks Rey is awesome, that's awesome. More power. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like... (laughs) No, you can't take that away from people because, yeah, we grew up with the prequel trilogies and we adore the original trilogy, of course. But there's kids out there that adore the new trilogy. They do. And that's good. It's getting a new generation of Star Wars fans. In, or, but does Kathleen Kennedy need to continue leading? No. Yeah, no, give it to John Give it to John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni, yeah. Because they actually um, care. But an- an- And the other thing I'll say... Is hate on we can hate on the sequel trilogy as much as we want, which I will continue to do. <laughs> I mean, there there are some fun moments, but uh, well, here's my thoughts on that's it. That's the most I can. They're say. They're not about. gonna like replace the sequel trilogy, but they are probably gonna just like they might be, like they might just ignore it. It just ignore it, just like do new stuff and like yeah. not have it's any still consequences. in canon. It's still in canon, but it's but not. I've heard, I've heard most of the actors in that movie in those movies say that they're not doing. Oh, Oscar Wars. Isaac, he's basically the new Harrison Ford. I like Oscar Isaac. Like though. he hates doing Star Wars. Yeah, but I really like. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's great. Um, and uh, no, there was um, an interview but where. Also, um, if we didn't have the sequel trilogy, the success of that, we wouldn't have the Mandalorian. That's true. Um, but also, it needs to continue from the Mandalorian. Also, before we get back onto what we were talking about, which yeah. was I don't remember what. Games. The next game you were going to bring up. Um, I just want to bring up, while we're on Star Wars, one more thing. Because <laughs> I have to. Um, go on YouTube, if you're listening, and look up Solo, A Star Wars Story, Deep Fake. Oh, with Harrison Ford? Someone deep faked Harrison Ford yeah. onto the actor who played Han Solo in the new movie. And here's the thing I'll have to say about that. So a deep fake, if you don't Alden Alkright or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, I, I can never remember his last name. Um, I like how it's to weird. pronounce it. Uh, um, I always thought he did a good job just like because Harrison Ford is Harrison Ford. It's hard to replicate Harrison Ford. And I know you say Harrison Ford actually isn't like a shitty guy. Yeah. Or a grouch, but he's the grouch of Hollywood. He's the grouch of Hollywood, but he's actually apparently a super sweet guy. He just has the grouch persona, apparently. Yeah. I've never met him, obviously. <laughs> um, oh, no, I wish I have. People deepfaked Harrison Ford on his face onto the actor in Solo, and it looks amazing. 
It's yeah, one of the, it's one of the best deep fakes I've ever basically seen. Basically, a deep fake is when they use the AI to gather a bunch of pictures of someone, and then they put their face on someone else's face, and then yeah, if it's good enough, it's indistinguishable. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that people don't realize about deep fakes is it doesn't matter how good the AI or the technology is, the actor who's on set has to a good do a good job replicating the person who's being deep faked. Yeah, they have a Which, similar facial structure. Not just that, but, but beyond sim- that, just they mannerisms. Have to, they have to act right. Voice, they have to sound know. right. They have to do a good job. Yeah. And the deep fake of Solo, like I think, proved that the actor actually did a really good job. It's not his fault that no one can replicate Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Solo was fine. I liked it. But it's no not, one's going to remember it. It's not an amazing movie, but I liked it. A lot of fan service. It exists. Woody Harrelson. He's cool. Donald Glover. He's cool. <laughs> they are doing a Lando series with him. Well, I'm excited for that because Donald Glover is fucking awesome. And then Obi-Wan series. I'm just going <sighs> to die when that comes out. But so here's we will, a, we will We will spend three months on the podcast covering only Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, yeah. Each okay. episode for a three-hour podcast. What was the next game you were talking about? I have this list, and I never played this game because I knew how bad it was because I actually was going to get it. I never pre-ordered it or anything, but I was like, oh, a new Mass Effect. Andromeda? Yeah. <laughs> I've never played a single Apparently, Mass Apparently, like, they created this new technology for the facial software and stuff, and it sucks. <laughs> the thing is, yeah. So I never played it, but I know about the whole face technology thing. And um, it was just executed po- poorly. Like they, apparently, they, it had horrible like jittering. They made animations. a big. They made a big deal about this new facial technology, and then and then they uh, it looks worse than La Noire. Yeah. Which came out <clears throat> three years, three, four, five, four years before. I don't remember when. Um, and La Noire looked ten times better. L.A. Noir still has good facial animation. It has a lot of its weirdness to it, but it has it's some, still good. It has some weirdness because, well, the weirdness comes from in L.A. Noir, the fact Like when that you're just sitting there waiting to click the option. That, and but <laughs> the, also they expected you when you're interviewing people to read their facial animations to get their So emotions. they give like really obvious like... Yeah, so it's it's just weird. At They're either really obvious or so but subtle. In the time, yeah, or yeah, too subtle that nobody would fucking notice that. Yeah. Um, but in the moments where it's like a cutscene with people talking, it looks fantastic. Yeah, and that's uh Paul Dano, isn't it? Yeah, he's gonna be the. They ruler. use they use that same technology for Red Dead Redemption too. They use it for movies. I yeah. think. Yeah. I mean, like they pioneered, they pioneered that shit. So like Mass Effect Andromeda was like po- pouting this new technology when it's like well you have better technology out there already yeah (laughs) (laughs) well apparently the game was extremely glitchy and the choices and stuff was way less deep than like mass effect 3 i've never played a single mass effect game i know people gamers listening will be like you monster what um i keep meaning to (laughs) but i played two I'm the type of person that when I start a game, I don't play it start to finish without stopping. I skip between games. I still haven't finished Cyberpunk. I still haven't finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I still haven't finished Watch Dogs Legion. Or Dark Souls. Um, or Dark Souls. And it's because but you got when, past I the sit, gargoyles yet. when I sit down on my couch <laughs> to play a game, I play whatever I feel like playing. 
Yeah. I don't. Whatever I'm, you're in the mood I'm for. I'm not one of those persons, people that you like, have a game and then you just play that forever. Yeah, I'm not one of those people. It. So I take a long time to finish games because of that. I think the only games I really do that with is like a good game. <laughs> well, I mean, there have been games I've done that. I did that with Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption, any RPG, and like Dark Souls because Dark Souls is like I did the challenge. That, I did that when know? GTA Five first came out. Um, <laughs> I think the only game that I've done that with after I've like on a second playthrough where I've played it all the way through in one go was Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah. One of my favorite stories in the game. So Um, there's a game that we haven't talked about. None of us, neither of us have played, but we were both very excited for. I remember us being very excited for it together. Ooh, what is this? I don't remember. Fallout 76. Oh, yeah. This is on the Xbox Game Pass, which I have. (laughs) <laughs> I bet you haven't touched it. No, I've not touched it. Um, <laughs> we were both. I'm nervous. Psyched yeah. for this. We we're like, oh, we're gonna play together. We're gonna have our own camps and bases and all this stuff. I remember I was saying that about what, uh, but, but I didn't too. pre-order it. No, I'm because glad. I started hearing bad things about it. I didn't either, and, and I was I already it. nervous about Bethesda doing a multiplayer game. <laughs> The glitches you are you have in single player are and not Zenimax Studios, not no Elder Scrolls Online, Zenimax Studios. That's Elder a good Sc- MMO. Elder Scrolls Online is a good MMO. I'm yeah. not a fan of MMOs, the format of MMOs. There's very few MMOs I've gotten into, but Elder Scrolls Online is one of the few that I I I think I put 40 hours into MMO. Oh, which I mean on MMO standards is nothing. No, but on for the that's stan- like getting started on the standards of someone who doesn't play MMOs, it's a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but Fallout seventy six. No, yeah. They should have just let Zenimax do it. Yeah. Honestly, because Zenimax has done it. Did it. Why not just job. make it a Fallout yeah. MMO? Yeah, just make it a fucking MMO. No, but no, they, they tried to give it single player Fallout gameplay with multiplayer. Yeah. Which sounds cool. In execution. But it's not. Yeah. There's a lot of games that, like, the single player with multiplayer sounds cool. It didn't work. Assassin's Creed Unity, which we mentioned before, which I actually will defend. I will defend Unity. I will. I Yeah. I, I actually think Unity is a great game, um, despite its issues. Uh, but the multiplayer sucks. And it was the yeah. idea. It was the concept of you take this single player Assassin's Creed and just you do it with more people, and it just didn't fucking work. But back to seventy six. Yeah, it's littered with bugs. It's an empty world because it takes place in the era of Fallout, where like most of the vaults haven't been awakened. Yeah, or something like that. Like there's not that many well, people. Vault seventy six is one of the first first vaults ones to yeah. open up. So there's which a, is cool. It's a cool concept. It's an empty world with just things to kill. Yeah, it has a story, but they're in the cassette tape things. Apparently, now I heard the some of the expansions are good, like the Wastelanders well, one. I've actually heard now the Brotherhood of Steel one. I've heard now as we're talking, it's ten times better than it's it fine. was at launch. Like, well, not just fine. I've heard it's actually decent. Really. I, st- I might have to look at it. But I, I still refuse. I was super hyped for that I'm game. I'm still so doubtful. While yeah. I have problems with Fallout 4, without because it's not really a true RPG. Well, not a Bethesda RPG like yeah. we think of them. 
It was a good game. It was I liked it. It was, it was fun. fun. It had better gunplay. It wasn't as deep as New Vegas. It's the worst Fallout game. But it's the best looking one, and it has good but gunplay. But it's still fun. It's fun. Yeah. So, I was excited for Fallout 76. When they initially Everyone announced Everyone was. When they initially announced that, I was excited. But then, at pretty quickly, I became less excited. Yeah. And it's because, the well, at first the reason I became less excited was not because I doubted it, but because I'm not the type of gamer who plays online games with other people very much. I like Loser. single player. Yeah. <laughs> I like single player games. So when they when they announced it was multiplayer, I kind of just lost interest a little bit and was like, eh, yeah. I, don't I don't know. Maybe it's probably, it, maybe it'll be good, but it's probably not for me. You know. Right. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. horrible release, and I'm glad I didn't pre-order it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, same. Yeah, and um, you can look up a multitude of videos on it. There, so. there are lots of people who really love that game, though. And with the DLCs, apparently, it's way better now. Yeah, and uh, there are plenty of people who really like it, and good for them. But I'm. And this is a good example uh, of why Cyberpunk fucked up so much is no matter how much Bethesda fix Fallout 76, I probably still won't play it. Yeah. And that's the same thing with, with Cyberpunk. No matter how I much, haven't even thought about it. No matter how much CD Projekt Red fixes Cyberpunk, will it, will it forgive the initial state of it? Probably not. Another game that I should mention, I've never played because I knew it was bad. Aliens Colonial Marines. I never played that, but I heard it was bad. I don't actually know much about that. They bragged about it having sophisticated, crazy AI, which Alien Isolation did have great AI. It was a great game and scary. Alien Colonial Marines is basically a $60 arcade shooter. Like one of the cheap like ones. Yeah, one of those like you'd play uh, at a pizza place. When you it play has, Dave, like, the gun. Dave and Buster's, and it's like yeah, yeah. It ended up being like that, and yeah. most of the time you weren't even fighting xenomorphs; you were fighting generic soldiers. Yeah, and honestly, I've had a lot of fun at Dave and Buster's playing those games, but it's probably because of the atmosphere and the fact it's an arcade machine. I have an actual gun, and, and you're it, drinking a beer or whatever. And I'm drinking a beer and I'm eating pizza. And as soon as you take all of that away, I'm like, well, this is stupid. Yeah. If you made a skee-ball game that's a video game, you play at home and charge $60 for it, would that be good? Even if it was the most well-polished game in the world, (laughs) would that be good? No. because Well, this wasn't the most polished game in the world. Exactly, which made it even worse. But no, it's like, no, because skee-ball is something you go to an arcade for and you get a beer, you get a slice of pizza, you're with your friends, and you're physically there doing it. <laughs> yeah. And that's what makes it fun. So that Skee-ball isn't fun by itself. No. It's fun because you're with... Have you ever sat, stand, stood at a skee-ball machine and played alone? Because I have. <laughs> it's pathetic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's sad. And it's pathetic. <laughs> And it's not very and fun. And Alien Colonial Marines is basically like playing one of those shooters alone. Exactly. In your room or on your PC or whatever. Yeah. And just with horrible like, AI. Ah, God. Another game I'm going to mention, I never played it because I knew it. Well, it's not a bad game. 
as we discussed before we recorded. Order 1886. I've never played that, but I'll tell you. I heard it's a cool game and it has good gameplay and stuff, and it's like werewolves and whatever. Well, I've actually heard the game itself is fantastic. Not just cool. Great graphics, everything. Not just cool. I've heard it's really good. But it's like four hours long. But it's like four hours long. And they charge $60 for it. It was basically a demo. Yeah, pretty much. That's why I didn't play it. (laughs) That's why people gave it such bad reviews because they were like, we paid $60 for this and we got $20 worth of content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, Another game I want to talk about, I never played it because I knew it was going to be shite from the start. (laughs) (laughs) Anthem. Oh uh, yeah, I I have not even looked into it. Apparently, that was one of the most bug riddled games to come out. It came out in twenty nineteen. Honestly, I didn't even look. At, I didn't even pay attention to the, to the news about it. <laughs> I I, I s- just saw some. I, I saw, saw gamer rakes talk about it. I s- well, the thing is, it's like before that game ca- came out, Des- um, the division came out, and the division was a disappointment. And Anthem looked like the division, but with mech suits. And yeah. my reaction just to the reveal of the game was like, that looks stupid. Um, next. So no, I, but I, I actually don't know anything <laughs> about that game at all because I didn't pay any attention to it. It was announced. I immediately dismissed it as, dismissed it as looking stupid. But yeah, apparently... I didn't, I, any l- Anthem news that came up, I just ignored. Like, tons of... Um, environments were removed to make the game run better and it still ran like crap um it's on the xbox game pass they added the ea play i heard it's playable now so the ea had their own game pass thing oh yeah it's ea ea play they combined that with xbox game pass now oh that's cool so i i actually downloaded I, i i've not played it yet but i'm going to soon jedi fallen order um but all that's the, a good game. So if you, if anyone who has Xbox Game Pass, it's like not replayable, but it's a good game. Yeah, I think I I've heard it's good enough for one playthrough. Yeah, at least. Um, anyone who has Xbox Game it's Pass, it's basically Dark Souls, Star Wars, but not as deep as Dark Souls. But it's good as, fan service. Yeah, fan service. Yeah, I've heard it's I've heard it's just like if you like Star Wars, you might have a good time. Yeah. Nothing more, and it's nothing, got good fans. Nothing more, it. nothing less, really. It's got a lot of Order sixty six stuff. Um, so, but uh, they added if so, I have Xbox Game Pass, um, and they made it so they recently, starting in last November, um, or this this most recent November, uh, anyone who has Xbox Game Pass without any increase in price or anything automatically has EA Play, so all of the EA games. And there's actually, as much as I shit on EA a lot, <laughs> there are a few games I do want to play. Jedi Fallen Order, Titanfall 2, I've heard the single player is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it's got good mechanics and all that. Yeah. A game that was disappointing, but not really, I mean, not disappointing enough for me to not play it, but the first EA Battlefront. I have really mixed feelings about that. It was just the real original trilogy era. And even then, it wasn't like fully I fleshed have, out. I have I played that on PC. I have really mixed feelings about that because I agree with it has all, good gameplay. I agree with all of the criticisms on it. It looks amazing. Yeah, every it's single, on the Frostbite engine. You know, yeah, that's a it's great a, engine. It's a great engine. I agree with all the criticisms about it, but I put sixty hours into it. It was still fun in multiplayer. 
Yeah. I've never put that much time into a multiplayer game before. It's Star Wars. It's, it's still Star, Star Wars. Wars. I still had a good time. I bought the season pass after the se- after the DLC started coming out. I was having a good enough time with it. It wasn't like I bought the game and bought the season pass because I was excited. I bought the game on sale and was like, oh, I've heard this is okay. I'll check it out. Um, I played it, got excited from the base game, bought the season pass. And played 60 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so that one's kind of a so like, honorable mention or dishonorable but, mention. Yeah, but, like, I won't say it's a good game, though. But Battlefront 2, and I have played it, re- well, a couple of months ago, but recently enough, it's good. It's I, good now. I played it after the whole after they got rid of all the It has plenty of content now. Not I, all heroes we want, but it's getting I, there. I only bought it within the last year. But they're not supporting it anymore. Yeah. So now the PC modding community is taken up. And I wish I had a, a PC. The reins, you um, know. No, I bought it within the last year after all the controversy, after they fixed everything, and I've had nothing but good experiences from it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, the I main saw, thing with that I was saw the they, 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 they modded Bernie Sanders into it as Darth Maul. With the mask and, like, stuff? Yeah, with the ma- mask. And the, the mittens. The mittens, and he's just in the chair, and he's a static model, and he's just at the lights. That's spins, one of the most... Spins around him. Oh. That's one of my favorite wholesome... I just hit the microphone. You did. You were flailing your arms. I, I was doing a dark <laughs> Bernie Sanders thing. I, I couldn't not flail my arms. But <laughs> yeah, that's one of the more wholesome memes. I love it. I really like that one. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Um. Do, do you have anything else? Oh. Uh, I don't know. There, I mean, there's a couple games uh, I could talk about briefly. I mean, like I said, I try to avoid bad games. Yeah, I, I was disappointed by Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Not because it was a bad game, but because they, they hyped it up as like they learned from the mistakes from Unity. And they didn't. Right. Or, or, or I guess they did learn from their mistakes from Unity, but they made all the things that were good from Unity... They made worse, though. You know? Right. Um, uh, no Man's Sky. Back uh, 2016. I was super hyped for that. And I pre-ordered that. And I didn't think it was absolutely terrible on launch. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't good, though. And and, the, and I I bring that up mainly also not because I was disappointed at launch as well, but I've I've recently tried playing it again after they've made it supposedly better, and it's I mean it is better, but I can't get into it. You know what I mean? Wait, what? No Man's Sky. Oh, I I I was not listening. Oh, <laughs> yeah, No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was gonna be like oh you could go to all kinds of different planets and. They would all be, like, different and have dinosaurs. And, no, you ended up getting weird little ferret creatures. And yeah, all the planets were just generic. Most of them had no life, and they were just rocks, which makes sense. But they basically all felt the same. Yeah. And I've played it again. I was saying, I, I played it again recently after uh, several times, actually. I've tried it several times in the past year because uh, it's on the Xbox Game Pass. Um to play it and uh as much as i as i do think it is better but it's not my thing i mean it's still not my thing 
I tried playing. I mean, it just seems like a game that would come out on Steam for twenty bucks. Yeah. Um. Oh. Oh. One. One last one on my end. It's just another survival game. One last one before we wrap up. Um. That I know you have not played, is uh because it's a PC only game. Well, actually, no. They just released the definitive edition, wherever it is, on uh, consoles. Um, Pathfinder Kingmaker. It's a Baldur's Gate style RPG, based off a of Pathfinder, uh, role playing system. And I played it, and they released it recently and added some features that I think were needed. Um, and I think uh, when I played it initially, I just thought it was way too grindy. I was very disappointed. Which one, Baldur's Gate? Um, Pathfinder Kingmaker. Pathfinder? Yeah. I feel like they removed the statement from Cyberpunk. <laughs> I'm trying to find it, and it's almost impossible. <laughs> That's probably something they would do. Release this apologetic but not really honest statement, and then remove it. <laughs> Um, I mean, I have the video, but I was trying to find the the written language, but no. Unless I'm searching for the wrong thing. But I wanted in on that. But basically, yeah. It's never fun to spend $60 on something and get what you weren't promised. I mean that kind of I mean that constitutes false advertising. And it's just I think after my experience with Cyberpunk I don't think I'll be ever pre-ordering a game again. <laughs> Unless I get to get my hands on a dim like Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 8. I played the demo, looks good, plays good. It's continuing the first person gameplay. That looks pretty cool, yeah. I would pre-order that, but I'm not going to because I'm just never going to pre-order a game again. Yeah, Thanks. I'm, I'm reluctant. Thanks, CD Projekt Red. Yeah. Unless it's Elder... Because, okay, Elder Scrolls you, 6, for instance. You I'm going to pre-order that. You fucked up for other developers. Except I'm going to pre-order Elder Scrolls 6 <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. People could be saying it's the worst Elder Scrolls or, ever. Or the rumors that because Microsoft owns Obsidian and Bethesda that they could do a New Vegas too. Um, I don't buy that, but if that did happen, I would pre-order that. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe Starfield. Yeah. Basically, Bethesda, even though you've fucked up a lot with Fallout 76, and basically modders have to fix your game every time you release one, I'll always buy your games. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, Todd Howard. Got Todd, me by the balls uh, here. God, Howard. He's fallen. He's fallen from grace, but... But we still... But we still love him. Yeah. Alright. But well, CD Projekt Red, you are not Bethesda. And... You used to be... On a golden throne of gaming developers... Yeah, makes me just want to go replay The Witcher 3. I mean, this whole thing with Cyberpunk is basically like if CD Projekt Red was Anakin, it was supposed to be the chosen one. And then it 
It killed all of its consumers <laughs> with Cyberpunk 2077. CD Projekt Red is Darth Vader. Yeah. Well, no. CD Projekt Red is Anakin, but not Darth Vader. Oh, I see. Okay. Not yet. It doesn't get to do... It doesn't get to be that, okay? Because yeah. Darth okay. Vader's cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's <laughs> Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Sorry, Hayden Christensen. Oh, I'm excited to see him We actually back. love you. Oh, yeah. We just don't like Anakin. But I'm just saying, so. you were supposed to be the chosen one, and then you literally stabbed us in the back. Yeah. All right. Well, any other games you want to talk about? Damn it, CD Projekt Red. Damn you. Damn you. No, I'm, I'm good. All right. Well, Unless good. you want to rant about Cyberpunk for another 30 minutes but i'm no we're already uh, it makes me mad just to talk about it more we're so already, we're already long enough we're out of time here um we'll see you next week uh we don't know what we're gonna talk about you don't know what we're gonna talk about but we'll be here so yep <laughs> yep and hopefully by the way we'll, we'll be releasing on fridays from this yeah from this so on. our plan fridays at six o'clock yeah is that's, that a good that, time that's the plan yeah Fridays yeah. at six. So look look forward to that. Um and also I hope you enjoy if it's on yet, it should be on. Yeah. I hope you enjoy the new song cuz we had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, yeah. Um the new the new intro song. And um we will see you next week. Uh All right. Yeah, we'll have a good episode next week. Have fun not playing uh Cyberpunk. Yeah. Play 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 a good game. Play uh just play Skyrim again, honestly. Play, play Skyrim for the 500th time just do that caleb save yourself from <laughs> the misery all right it's the odd drug podcast play skyrim play skyrim just, okay all right bye roll the intro or outro Out, outro outro gosh ah i'm out of touch now I roll we're the rolling out. the intro now <laughs> this was all just a prologue yeah. ah roll the uh, roll the uh.